Hey there, everybody. Episode 17 of the A to Z show. Finally. Yeah, we finally made it. <laughs> We've been recording every week. It's just been taking us forever to get We've it. We've only missed one, I think, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's been a pretty long run. Mm-hmm. I agree. But as you all know, I am America's sweetheart, Andrew. And I am America's failed comedian, Zach. Thank you guys so much again for joining us on uh, whatever the fuck kind of ride we are on, because we seem to hit every topic that exists, so. I mean, I take us around a trip, usually. We have a lot of fun. And I also uh, seem to just run off on wild tangents at most times, Yeah, so it always works out pretty well. That's true, too. A lot of the podcasts I listen to kind of like reiterate their mission statement now at the Mm -hmm. beginning of every episode. Like you said before, like you never know when it's somebody's first episode. That's fair. I guess we could start doing that, too. We cover a wide range of topics. Yeah, usually it's pop culture, comic books, movies, video games. TV. uh, TV, funny things, anything that's in my brain at any Mm -hmm. point. Just anything I think would make Zach angry. That is also true, Mm -hmm. which doesn't take much to find. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we do usually stay away from politics, which is nice because that. So far, yeah, you don't we, have. We we kind of dipped our toes in it a little bit, and I ended up taking almost all of that out. That's fair. In that edit, so that's, I, that's probably. I'm sure you noticed, but you didn't say anything, so. I just uh, I, you you don't have the time to edit me complaining about politics, and I'll be honest with you, I need a place away from politics because I get, I wish I wasn't interested in them mm. to be honest with you, because I usually just end up getting angry at everything that I read. So, this is a nice little step away from the politics. I should stop using uh, hand motions to describe what I'm saying, because this is a only audio medium. So. I can't even see your hands right now, so <laughs> you're really benefiting no one. Well, one of them has a beer in it, so. Oh, okay. At all times, like, not just your beer hand. Pretty it's... much, yeah. It's uh, surgically attached. Mm-hmm. It happened when I was born, because I'm Irish. Your fingers are just molded into the grip of a can. They actually kind of are. It's like yeah. carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have beer pull tunnel. Your fingers are like a natural koozie. They're just the shape of a can. You yeah, know. and they always keep the beer cold because of my cold heart, so it works. Oh, okay. You might want to have someone look at that. Nah, we're good. Uh, so we had a pretty fun uh, Saturday, huh? We had a really wild Saturday, I a, would say. It was a full Saturday, that's for that, sure. That is for sure. I had a pretty good time. How about you? I did. I had a really good time. I, I think it went really well. I agree. A few minor incidents that, you know, houses being houses, but... <laughs> oh, with the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but it worked out. The little fix that I gave you. It, yeah. It was all good. I figured, you know, as many podcasts as we've done here with you going in there and using it 17 times a night that it, it was, was ready for a party of 10 people, but it wasn't. It was so. No, it was not ready for it. Well, see, yeah. I only ever pee. So. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. So, but maybe maybe good. chicken burritos were not the thing to get that day. That's a possibility. Yeah. I I did munch down on those. So th- those were tasty. Oh, did you like that? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that was my old roommate's trip. recipe. So no thank, you, thank you, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, way to go, Josh. They were delicious. I'm I munched down. I was gonna have another one, but if I I knew if I had another one, it was gonna make me like uncomfortably full, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to be uncomfortably full because we had like way more shit to do that night. So Absolutely. I was like, I'm just gonna have that one. And I was even doing a good job. I stayed hydrated. I didn't get I know. totally fucked up. I was really impressed by that, really. Well, I needed to get hydrated because I cried like a little bitch later on that night. So. Well, yeah. We knew that was coming, though. Well, I knew it was coming. So we, did I. We had seen it before with you. So. I love that movie. We, um, that's enough of the inside jokes for everybody. We, uh, <laughs> we did a, uh, a Love Actually drinking game, which uh, you can find the rules online. However, my uh, darling girlfriend, Emma, was nice enough to print up a bunch of different rules. 
uh, well, not different, but she um, she she changed the rules a little bit. Slight modification. Yeah, there's slight modification. She also printed them up at work and put like a nice like Microsoft Word border on them and everything, and like like she's a graphic designer, which I thought was hilarious. And uh, so we watched Love Actually. Uh, I I had a good time watching it. Did you have a good time? I did. Yeah, I picked up a few things that I didn't catch on the first time through, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a good crowd movie. I found out. You know, it's just a really it's a really heartfelt like sweet film. Mm-hmm. Like I and I don't want to say that because I'm not usually into movies like that. But that movie, there's a lot of heart in that film. It's there a is. lot of fun. There's and, also anger. Oh yeah, I'm even more angry now the second viewing at Andrew Andrew Lincoln. I that is fair. He is kind of a dick bag. He really is. They do it better than most other films would have done it. Because in most it could of, have been worse. I yeah, would I was think say, like that. In most other films, she ends up running off with him, or they end up cheating. Mm-hmm. So at least he's like, "Yeah, I still love you, but you know, I'm not going to ruin your marriage." So that's kind of good. Yeah, but you're still kind of a dick bag because that's supposed to be your best friend, and you're trying to fuck his wife. Yeah, so not exactly cool. I would say uh, I would call that uncool. Yeah, to be yeah. honest with you, I think that's the label for it. But I still cried like a little bitch at the end, like I always do. Mm-hmm. And at any Liam Neeson scene. Like, as soon as he comes on screen, it's like it is true. instant tears from his eyes. Well, it's, a, it's the father-son thing. That's always going to get me. I'm very close no, to my dad. Stepfather-son thing. Well, that's a father, though. You can call it stepfather if you want. But he's raising that kid. He loves that kid. That's what a father is. That blood is thick in the water bullshit can suck my ass. Yeah, like, there's there's two triggers I have for movies, and it's like father-son shit and brother shit will pretty much mm-hmm. always make me cry, which is why I, I cry at the end of Warrior every time, too. Yeah. So. Okay. And dogs. Dogs are pretty good trigger, too. Dog, dog, dogs are a good one, but that's for everybody, though. Everybody's going to cry at dogs, yeah. unless you're, like, a heartless monster. That's true. I'm not even a pet person, and I can still get hit by the dog train sometimes. Exactly, because dogs are better than people, so you're going to be sad when they die. It's like I Am Legend. That's why mm-hmm. they had to put that dog in there. Yeah. So that you actually felt sad when anybody died in that film, because... You have no attachment to any other character in that film. You're like, yeah, who gives a fuck? The worst was Marley and Me, whenever I saw that in theaters. We actually mm. saw it as part of an employee appreciation night. Oh, that's so, really nice of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's seen like all of my coworkers basically, they could show up and I'm like actual sobbing. Like I oh, I'm making noises and I can't stop. It's like <laughs> Oh god. It's <laughs> so sad. Yeah. It was awful. Everybody was just laughing. It's like that's like uh <laughs> Hey, we're going to have an employee appreciation night. We're going to get together and we're going to watch uh, Schindler's List, everybody. Yeah. So, <laughs> everybody cheer for the girl in the red dress. <laughs> Goodbye, Jews. <laughs> There's a soundboard clip. Oh, God. Yeah, what a terrible film for an employee appreciation night. Like, pick yeah. something fun. Pick a comedy or something where exactly. you can giggle about it and have a good time. Marley and Me was, it was terrible. Yeah. The worst thing about that movie is you go in there and you know that dog is, is going to die at the end. Oh, absolutely. Because anytime you make a movie about dogs, it's like, well, that dog's going to die at the end of that film. Mm-hmm. That's always going to happen. And then it's like, yeah, that's going to happen, but we're going to spend an hour and a half making you care about this dog. Yeah. And then we're going to kill it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? You're like, fuck you, Owen Wilson. How dare you? I literally felt like a caretaker whenever I was ushering for that movie. Because usually you stand outside the door and people are leaving. Like, okay, have a good night. Thanks for coming. Have a good night. That one, you're like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, sorry for your loss. I'm, very I'm sorry. so sorry. Kleenex. Here you go. You're Kleenex. Just a box of yeah. that, uh, mm-hmm. tissues in front of it. <laughs> Everybody's wearing black coming out of that film. <laughs> yeah. You just have somebody with bagpipes playing uh, Amazing Grace. <laughs> yeah. We're just showing, like, all dog go to heaven in the lobby so they know that he's oh. okay. Oh, that's a great movie, too. <laughs> I love... I haven't seen that movie in forever. That, that, that is a fun film. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Love Actually, that is a great... Uh, it's a pretty good Christmas movie, I would say. Yeah, I agree. 
It's a lot of fun, especially if you can get, like, some of your buddies together. It's really fun, especially if you're in, like... Our situation worked pretty well, because we had, like, guys and girls. It's even funnier to do that when it's just you and a bunch of your, like, bro friends. So it's just, like, oh. you and, like, six other dudes that watch that film. Because then everyone wants to cry. Cause that and it movie, becomes more uncomfortable, yeah, too. Because yeah. that movie will make you cry. I don't care who you are. That movie's going to make you cry. Even you got teary-eyed during that, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, see? So that movie's going to make you cry, and the best thing to do is you watch it with six of your friends, especially if you're all guys, and you all just start, like, chugging beers and shit, getting drunk. And then you sit around, because it's, it's the game of who's going to cry first, so that you can open that door, and then it's okay to cry afterwards. And so you're all just kind of staring at each other, waiting for just, like, one mm. person to sniffle, so that you have the, the okay to sob. <laughs> That's a situation where it's good to be friends with Zach Melcher, because he, he will, like... What, what is that? Twelve minutes in? Yes. Yeah. Just about. <laughs> That's the funniest thing because that was one of our drinking game rules was that anytime you cry, you have to finish your drink. And I was like, I cried twelve minutes into that film every time I've watched mm-hmm. it. So this will be a lot of fun. You're trying to pace it so you just have a little bit left by the twelve minute mark so you can finish that one and you get to the next one. Yeah, pretty much. I don't crack a new beer whenever that movie starts. I wait until that scene ends and then I crack a new beer. <laughs> Smart. Because <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm about. It was hilarious because towards the end of that, I was just like silently crying. Like I wasn't even making noises. There was just tears running down my face. And I was just like, I hate this fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you know a movie is good is when I cry during it. And I go, fuck this movie. This movie sucks. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Done with emotions. These suck. They're no fun. But yeah, no, we had a good time. We had a good uh, D&D session because we both do that because we're fucking nerds mm-hmm. did some love actually drinking game which got a I, little scary at a few points there it did the yeah no yeah. i for sure thought we were all gonna fucking die during you were really session. convinced we were gonna party wipe i was 100 percent sure we were gonna party wipe and i was like this is hope hope everybody's ready to run a new character because uh Just that's gotta have faith in your cleric friends here we somehow got through that it was very close it really was there was people doing death rolls like yeah. it was it, it was close bad decisions were made but you know mm-hmm. It's part of the final game. No, I uh, uh, agree with that. I just also didn't want anybody to die. Because so. I just wrote this character. I don't need to, like, I don't have time to write another one yet. I'm going to have to start working on one just in case because mm-hmm. it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we did that. We did our Love Actually drinking game. We did uh, some rock band, even. Do some rock band. We had a good time. It was definitely some drunken rock band. That's about the worst I've played in probably over a year. That's okay, because everybody was so drunk they couldn't even hear anything. So I know, yeah. It's fine. I felt bad for myself, though. I'm like, why the fuck did I miss that note? And I always hit that note. <laughs> I've it was, always it was very that. humbling for me. Yeah, he yeah. was singing Heart of Glass by Blondie, <laughs> and he has never missed that note before. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh. Once I fell in love, and it was a gas. <laughs> Soon found out. Had a heart of glass. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the uh, YouTube rewind, by the way? No. No, that didn't hit any of your news feeds? Mm-mm. So YouTube does that thing, the YouTube rewind video. And they've done it since, like, I want to say 2013 was, like, the first one or something like that, where they try to, like, do this fun little like collab video of all the big uh creators that help make youtube money because they're the reason that people watch youtube okay and um like yeah i want to say it started 2013 and that was a decent one there was a really good one like 2014 and then uh youtube sold out in like 2015 it got really corporate and it's gotten worse 
every fucking year since then. And right now, I think they have like eight or nine million. Oh, hang, hang on, let me double check. Oh yeah, let's see this here. YouTube Rewind 2018, mm-hmm. um, 116 million views. Okay, that's a lot. 9.4 million dislikes. Almost the most disliked video. Oh, and 2.1 million likes, but... Yeah. I've also heard that they've been paying to get rid of some of those uh, dislikes, by the way. They're, like, shutting down channels and shit. Oh, so, really? Yeah. If the channel doesn't exist, the dislike disappears? <clears throat> yeah, well, like, with the YouTube, uh, this year, anyway, with YouTube Rewind, I watch a lot of YouTube, so... I'm starting to pick up on that, yeah. But uh, with the YouTube Rewind this year, it was... They had, like, none of the big creators, pretty much. Like, PewDiePie wasn't even in it, and he's, like, the biggest YouTube channel out there. That guy's... And I mean, I'm not even saying he, like I watch him that much, but he is for sure like the biggest YouTube channel out there. Okay. He's got a shit ton of followers and stuff like that. Uh, let's see, he wasn't in it. Really, I didn't recognize anybody in it. To be honest with you, there was like the big ones. Will Smith was in it for half a second because apparently Will Smith has a YouTube channel. Was unaware of that, hmm. so everyone go check that out. I'm sure it sucks, just like all of his movies for the last ten years. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. 100% 10 years, right? Starting to maybe go into 11 or 12, yeah. What was his last good movie? That's Wild Wild West? Was to... Oh, well, I guess Bad Boys 2 came out after Wild Wild West. So Bad yeah. Boys 2 was Will Smith's last good film. Mm. <laughs> there might have been something after that. I'll start checking. You keep talking about YouTube. Okay, so yeah, so they got Will, Will Smith in the beginning, and then uh, two of the other big names they had in there was, one of them was Ninja. Oh, yeah, for the Fortnite guy. Yeah, the, the Fortnite guy, who is big from Twitch, because he's a streamer, and all his YouTube videos are just highlights from his streams. Oh, he was okay. in it, because he's a YouTuber, apparently. And um, uh, who was the other one that people were, like, excited for? I don't even remember. Oh, and there was, like, two or three Viners who, like, have a YouTube video now, or who have a U- YouTube channel now that Vine is shut down. So yeah, oh, there I didn't was even like, know Vine was gone. Oh yeah, no, Vine's been gone for like a year. Oh really? <laughs> it might not be. So that whenever long. we go to the parties and we watch Vine videos, those are all just old shit. Yeah, no, they're all old. Vine's, that's Vine's that's been... why you all laugh because you've seen them before. Probably. Yeah. Okay. I I used to love Vine. They were amazing, dude. They were they were six second films. They like made you if you wanted to be funny, they taught you how to get to the uh, punchline quickly. Like good vines are really good comedy writing because you got like seven seconds to fit your setup and punchline in. Seven seconds, make it make sense, and make it funny. That's a good writing exercise. If you want to be a good writer, that's a good exercise. Oh, we're going so we established Smith's Bad Boys 2 was 03. Okay. What is, has he had anything since then? Let's see here. iRobot, no. Shark Tale, no. Sucks. Hitch, no. Hitch sucks. I Am Legend, no. Man Hancock, sucks. no. Hancock seven, was okay. Seven pounds. Yeah. I've heard that one was good. It's it's watchable. I, mean, I didn't, didn't want to watch it, to be it. honest with you. I... I I saw the commercials, and I was like, yeah, that movie's not for me. I'm all set, dog. Men in Black 3. No, definitely not. After Earth, no. (laughs) I didn't realize he was in Anchorman 2. Yeah, no, he's one of the reporters during the big fight they have in the the park. It's it's like a bit part. He's not in there very long, so don't don't think too much. Winter's Tale, no. Focus. Focus? That was all right. Is that the one with, what's his name? The good-looking guy from, like, the A-team. Brad, so. Bradley Cooper, right? That was Bradley Cooper in Focus? Uh, I just know it was him and Margot Robbie are on the poster. Ah, okay. Well, I guess not, though. Yeah, no, there's no Bradley Cooper there. I was thinking of the that other Brazilian one. guy from Love Actually, though. Hey! Carl. Good for him. 
He's a gorgeous man. He's got a great body. He he looks like a nerd. Then he takes his button up off, and all of a sudden he's like jacked to the tits. You're like, oh, okay, good for you. Way to be, Bubba. Way to be. So concussions are definite no. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. You haven't seen it yet, so maybe. Maybe you'll no. like him. It's a no. I know <laughs> I don't like him. I saw his first couple scenes. It was terrible. Collateral Beauty got even, torn I've apart. Never even heard of that. Uh, it's like it happens around Christmas time, and he like writes letters to like joy and love and hope, and like humans come to Earth and they're like expressing those feelings of joy, love, and hope, and like trying to answer his call. It's like super. It sounds like some Scientology bullshit. Yeah, like yeah. After Earth, it was wild. And then they all had to join the Sea Org. <laughs> and then his last movie was that Netflix special. Bright. Oh, Bright. I have yet to watch that. Yeah. I've heard from some people that it wasn't as bad as you think it's going to be. Yeah. But then I've also heard that it still sucks. So once I get through everything else I need to watch, maybe I'll give it a give it a shot. That's all he's got so far. Nothing this year. And then he's going to be the genie in the live action Aladdin next year. Which will probably suck. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was right. Yeah. Bad Boys 2 was the last good Will Smith mm-hmm. film. Which was 2003, so yeah. 15 years ago. So more than 10 years, yeah. so I was wrong on that. You I will were. admit I will admit when I'm wrong, it was more than 10 years. I accept your apology. <laughs> I, I didn't apologize. But I heard you say it. <laughs> That's when I can use my editing skills. And be like, I am sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> Doug Mesner. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Doug. Uh, but yeah, the YouTube Rewind is like slowly working its way to be the most disliked video on YouTube, and I'm really happy to see that, because um, YouTube has forgotten where its money is. It's sold out like every other big app does, and just like wants to do whatever it can to make money, mm-hmm. and then the people that keep that fucking website alive, the creators that people watch, the content producers, yeah, they're yeah. getting nothing for it, so they're all just kind of like, eh, you can go fuck yourself, we're all set. So yeah. If you're uh, listening to this and you haven't disliked that video yet, go to YouTube and dislike the YouTube Rewind 2018. Because, uh, fuck them. Fuck corporate. This is punk rock podcast, dog. I'm like Sid Vicious. I'm going to shit on this stage. I know that was Gigi Allen. Never mind. Sorry. I apologize. There you go. You did it again. Yeah, I'll apologize when I get punk rock music wrong. I care about punk rock music. <laughs> You can't do the stare joke on our podcast. It doesn't I know. work well. It doesn't. I started to realize that. It doesn't translate audio-wise. Yet. Everybody just checked to see if their phone was still playing. <laughs> Why the fuck was that three-second pause? That was mm. bullshit. But yeah, I am... Uh, Maybe I was just talking too quiet and you didn't hear me. That's true. Maybe your fucking shitty old man ears didn't understand there was a pause there. I was trying to get you to segue into the, the volume conversation. Oh, no. We can get to that in a second. No. Oh, you want to do it right now? No. I'm going to fucking smack you one. Uh, I'm way across the table. You have short, stubby arms. Oh, like I'll come across this fucking table. That's all this podcast will be is just this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have all these cables in the way. It's a tripwire. fucking choke you with one of these cables. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be like 50 shades of gray in this motherfucker. No, I am super tired today, though, buddy. Because I know we like originally wanted to go see a movie after recording this episode, but yeah. I don't know. I'll be shocked if I don't fall asleep on Mike tonight. Mike who? Nice. That's a good joke. Because well, like, you're gay. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like Sunday. 
was pretty much just recuperating Sunday. I didn't drink much Sunday because we did a lot of drinking Saturday. And we did. And um, went to bed fairly early there, but it didn't help because I ended up laying in bed for like three hours. And then Monday, I got no sleep because like I woke up like four times, so it meant nothing. So yesterday, I come home, like get dinner ready really quick because I want to go to bed semi-early and get a decent amount of sleep. And then that doesn't happen because I get a phone call at 3.30 in the morning from my little brother because uh, he's got a kid on the way. And uh, his girl was going into contractions, so they thought the kid was fucking coming right then. So he calls me and tells me that, and I'm like, fuck. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, don't worry about it. You don't have to show up to the hospital. He's like, but I just wanted to let you know. So I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, tried to go back to sleep until I had to wake up for work at, like, 5. But, of course, it didn't work. Like, I couldn't go back to sleep. And then uh, come to find out today when I got off work that it was a, like, a false pregnancy thing. Like, she wasn't going into labor, so we're good. And this is her back home. And I'm like, I am so fucking tired, and I want to strangle you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I am just super tired today. Hopefully I can keep my energy up. Otherwise, this will be a real shit uh, fucking podcast. But I'm going to do my best. Yeah. I mean, I count on you for the content. You know this. Yeah, I know. That's why I feel bad whenever I re- record tired. Yeah. That's why I made sure to hit, like, four beers before i got over here okay good i was also uh watching boondock saints so that just makes me drink anyway because that's my shit i love that movie once again brothers so Mm -hmm. it's one of my shits i don't cry during boondock saints oh you don't no no there's really nothing to cry i do cry during the second one like tears of joy maybe because no i'm I'm more just happy i'm just slamming shots of guinness i'm like fuck yeah fucking poor jameson on my own balls (laughs) <laughs> I, I do uh, well I got a little teary eyed the first time I watched the second one where uh, I guess spoiler alert for everybody who hasn't seen the second Boondock Saints movie which you should because it's fantastic the uh, dad dies and then the two brothers are there and he's like it's okay boys this is a good way to go and stuff like that like me and my little brother both get a little teary eyed during that but it's not a cry it's like a manly like one tear like you're on the battlefield just a yeah you're yeah. just like yeah how it should go to Valhalla. <laughs> All right. So topic time? Topic time. All right. It's topic time. So I wanted to start with a little PSA here, <laughs> so both for you and for uh, the listeners. Oh. Anybody out there that's an Amazon Prime member, I just came across this article that you can save $5 if you spend 20 or more on any book, uh, print book. But oh, okay. It's any book, a uh, art book, a comic book, graphic novel. Right on. Yeah, anything. If you spend twenty dollars more, you can get five dollars off. You just type "gift book eighteen G I F T B O O K eighteen in the checkout thing, and then you get five dollars off. I can definitely spend twenty dollars on graphic novels. That exactly. Does yeah. not take me long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are like the only physical copies of books I buy anymore because, like, I've just been using iBooks all the time for everything. Right. But you still want to have a graphic novel, so. Yeah. And this is till the end of the month, I believe. Excellent. So, yeah. Yeah, that'll be great. Buy some books for your uh, loved ones for Christmas. That's a mm-hmm. great idea. Especially if you're going to not sure what to buy right now. Definitely, yeah. Christmas is coming up. Yeah, my sister and brother-in-law, I always get them a book as well as something else, but it gives them something to do for the next few months. So. Nice, nice. My sister's a teacher, so she always gets you know Christmas time off for a little bit. So. Yeah, well, because teachers are so hardworking. Yeah, they are. No, teachers are cool. I have no problem with teachers. Well, 
No, I don't either. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's close to political. So. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Seriously, though. Gift book 18 if you're an Amazon Prime member. $5 off, mm-hmm. uh, $20 or more on Amazon for physical books. So check that shit out. There you go. It's good stuff. And that is not even a advertisement, even. No. but that's I, just I, a thing. Good little PSA, I thought. Fuck yeah. Good looking out, Mark. Who, who doesn't want to save some money? I agree. Like I said, we talk a lot about comics. You know, check out some of these comics that yeah. uh, Zach has mentioned in the past episodes. Yeah, grab some of the uh, graphic novels I've been talking yeah. about. Grab uh, Preacher. There You'll you love go. it. I guarantee mm-hmm. you. If you like this podcast or you find me funny, you'll love Preacher. Yeah. Or Transmed. Or Transmed. Transmetropolitan, one of my favorite ones. It's uh, essentially Hunter S. Thompson and the year 3000. So mm-hmm. it's really fucking... Uh, that sounds crazy, but when you read it, you're going to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> That's such a good novel, though. I love that shit. I'm going to have to reread that soon. Well, we're going to transition into some TV now. All right, TV. I don't know if you're going to remember this show or not. There's so many tabs you have open. Right I know. <laughs> Celebrity Deathmatch is going to be coming back. Hell Are you familiar yeah. with this show? I love Celebrity okay, Deathmatch. I didn't know if you'd be too young for that. Oh, no, fuck no. This is I couldn't shit. remember. I'm, it was like late 90s, I think, whenever mm-hmm. it started, but... Yeah, I, I, I was a big fan back in the day. That was right in my wheelhouse. I love Celebrity Deathmatch. Nice. One of my favorite ones they ever did mm-hmm. was Rage Against the Machine versus The Machine. <laughs> it was like oh. a robot that they like, had, like, like a warrior robot, and Rage Against the Machine had to fight it. <laughs> nice. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's coming uh, back, being revived by MTV and Ice Cube. Nice. Ice Cube's involved? Mm-hmm. He's going to lend voice talent in a lead role, and more voice talent will be announced soon. Are they, are they going to get the same guys for the uh, announcers? I hope so. Because those... Like, Nick Diamond. Oh, God, they were the best. I'm going to go home and try to watch Celebrity Deathmatch now. Oh, There's got to be some out there somewhere. Is it on anything, you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it mentions anything here. Hmm. Big fan of Celebrity Deathmatch. That is a great show. Me and my cousin Roger would, like, watch that shit religiously. Oh, yeah? That was our shit. We watched that all the time. But, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Celebrity Deathmatch coming back? That's what's up. I was excited when I saw it. I was like, I got to bring this up, even if you didn't know about it. I was oh, going to yeah. introduce you to some. No, I love Celebrity Deathmatch. That'll have to be like a viewing party. All right, transitioning to our Netflix news. Does it say what it's coming back on? Is it just going to be on MTV? Back or? on MTV again, Just yeah. back on MTV. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just figured it was going to like a streaming service where it could be even funnier. Oh. That's fair. Yeah. That's cool. I get it. There was a little, I guess you can call it an exit interview with Charlie Cox. Great After name. the announcement that Daredevil had been canceled. Yeah. And he's pretty disappointed. He had no idea it was coming. They had actually pitched him for some ideas for season four, and he was excited about it. Sad you and news. me both, Charlie. You and me both, buddy. Uh, you want to give this a read? In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Cox discussed how difficult the cancellation has been for him and those who worked on the show, saying, quote, a lot of us really expected to keep going, and I certainly did. The truth is, I felt like we had a lot of stories to tell, and although I understand, I'm very saddened by that. These characters mean a lot to people. It's weird to think there's a chance I won't be playing Matt Murdock ever again. That's a bizarre feeling, because that character has been such a huge part of my life for the last four and a half years. That is, I mean, that's uh, 100% fair. In fact, he's being too soft, to be honest with you, with this, where he should just call him out for being the fucking corporate cunts that they are yeah because it's like 
if you read between the lines here, it's nobody told me about this. Somebody's trying to make fucking money, so I'm I'm gonna get replaced by some fucking no name twink mm-hmm. who's gonna play me, and they're gonna make they're gonna try to make a shit ton of money off it. It's not gonna work, and then uh, I get to sit here and be fucking happy about it. I guess. What a fucking bummer, though, man. Like, he was so good in that show too. Yes. I had never seen him in anything except for. I, I he was in that movie Emma likes Stardust, mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I don't care about this film, but then I watched Daredevil. I was like, Charlie Cox is the man. That oh, motherfucker yeah. can act. He he was a very good Daredevil as an acting motherfucker. Not only was he was he a good Daredevil though, he was a really good Matt Murdock. That's true. Yeah, which and is very important in a superhero. Yeah, that's something people forget about superhero movies a lot is that you have to be able to play that alternate ego as well because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be two different characters you can't just play them the same that's sort of the whole point of the alternate ego right so uh that's why i always say that val kilmer was a great bruce wayne was val kilmer a good batman mm. Mm. but he was a good bruce wayne that's, that's fair although michael keaton was also a really good bruce wayne to be honest with you i haven't seen those in a long time so. oh they're so good i watch them all the time do you oh fuck yeah it's got Batman on it. What do you think? That's a dumb question. You're yeah, you fucked up there. I did. 17 episodes and you don't realize that I watch anything with Batman on it at all time? It just plays in your head. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm actually watching it right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's uh, he's driving the Batmobile and the Penguin has control over it right now. So. Oh, really? Yeah, See, I don't even remember that scene. It's so. Batman Returns. Okay. Well, I figured that because of the Penguin reference. But Yeah, that was the one with Catwoman, too. Oh, God, she was so what was her name? Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Thank you. Yeah. Damn it. She's beautiful in that movie. That suit was uh, very nice. Yeah, and then once she goes crazy, she's totally my type. <laughs> I don't like normal chicks. I need like a like, like a crazy broad. Because mm-hmm. normal chicks are no good in bed. Everyone, that you know of. Everyone knows that. That is a fucking, that is a fact. Everyone does that dumb joke of like, don't stick your dick in crazy. And I'm like, uh, sticking your dick in crazy is the only time it's good. Because you, you stick your dick in normal, they just lay there and take it like a Presbyterian. There's, mm. no, there's no fun. I want a girl who's going to, like, burn my house down if I don't give it hard enough. That's yeah. my kind of shit. You're, like, holding on, trying to go for eight seconds there. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just thinking about it the whole time, too. <laughs> Later in the interview, he was asked about the potential storyline for Daredevil <laughs> Season 4. Responding, quote... I hate to be boring, but to be honest, I don't think I should answer that. It's so new, this news. It's quite painful for quite a lot of people. I was really excited about the ideas that were talked about for Season 4, and I think if I was to speculate about it, and it went on the internet, it might not be very helpful to people. I just want to make sure I don't give any false hope. Someone's uh, trying to get cast in the next mm-hmm. Daredevil show, whatever yeah. that's going to be. Yeah. I thought you'd like that. Or someone's trying to be in... Uh whatever the name of the next Infinity War movie is. Hmm. I know, I guess they already filmed that. Yeah, they did. Speaking of which... Somebody's trying to get cast in the uh, reimagining they're going to do the Avengers in, I don't know, what, 17 months, I would assume, after the next Avengers War Mm -hmm. comes out? Yeah. Right? That's how long they're going to wait before they spit on the grave? Maybe sooner, but yeah, that's a good good early guess. I almost feel like the next Infinity War is going to come out, and then, like, that Christmas will be the reimagining of the Avengers. <laughs> like, they've probably already filmed that movie, too. Hmm. And Disney's just like, yes, give us our money. <laughs> you give me the money. I'm Disney. <laughs> Watch this live-action Lion King as well. Yeah. And then the new Avengers, they're all young now. 
just we like have them chained in our basement for seven more yes, years. They can't go anywhere. They signed contracts. You can't get out of those contracts. Robert Downey Jr. could, but you're not Robert Downey Jr., are you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our new character, Evil Walt Disney. No, it's just Walt Disney. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Walt Disney's frozen head yeah. attached to a robot. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. thought he was strong, but he isn't. <laughs> I'm Walt Disney. I killed the Jews. <laughs> Okay, well, we made it two topics before you ran off the rails. Tell me I'm wrong. That's exactly what's going on. There is a there is some kind of a chamber hmm. deep within the Disney headquarters, or possibly under like Space Mountain in hmm. Disney World, where uh, Walt Disney's head or just his like soul is attached to some kind of a mechanical device. Kind of like, did you ever play Fallout New Vegas? Uh, not very far. Did you ever get to the part where you meet Mr. House, like what he actually is? Hmm. That's because I was gonna say that's exactly what Walt Disney is. He's just this, like fucking corpse that's being kept alive by like an AI, and then he's just like, "Yes, make the Avengers now, remake the Avengers, buy DC as well, buy everything the children like." Star Wars. Uh, Walt, would you like to write like a original film though? No, <laughs> that's enough originals. Get me Pirates of the Caribbean again. Number eight. What other rides have we not made movies from? It's a Small World Part 2 coming out next November. Liam Neeson is a small world. (laughs) Tell Charlie Cox he's cancelled. You can't be He knows too much. You can't be on Netflix. Yeah, guys, so look forward to Charlie Cox's funeral in two weeks. Mm -hmm. That should be a lot of fun. Whenever Walt Disney has him murdered. And then he drinks his blood to stay young, because that's what Walt Disney does. Okay. (laughs) Staying with that train. I didn't know if you had heard, because they announced most of this on Saturday, I think, while we were partying. But there was a trailer. And a title. For the new Avengers movie. Oh, okay. Endgame. Oh. So, you want to take a break and watch the trailer real quick? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, so we're back. Whew! Just watched the Avengers Endgame trailer. The first trailer. I guess that's the teaser, I would assume, right? Yeah, Yeah. okay. Yeah, we'll get something else probably with uh, Captain Marvel in March. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that was coming out. That comes out in March, but then isn't April Endgame, though? Mm -hmm. They're just going to drop it out like a bigger trailer, I assume? Yeah, I'd imagine. I wonder if anybody is... uh, buying the fact that um, Stark is going to die because there's no fucking one. Like, Stark might die at the end of the film. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, I'm assuming everybody's going to die so that they can relaunch everything. But, like, him, like, being adrift in space where it's, like, maybe it's because I've read the comics, but uh, Tony Stark is the only other person to ever wear the uh, Infinity Gauntlet up to now. There is that one alternate universe thing with the Wolverine Claws coming out of it. Uh-huh. But in the actual, like, the Infinity War run, Tony Stark was the only other person to ever wear the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, the only other human. Yeah. Right. So, uh, we'll see what happens, I guess. It's, I mean, it looks good. I'm not talking shit on it at all. It'll, it'll be yeah. fun. Uh, Endgame is a different name. I guess they're trying to convince us that this is the it, that this is it, but we all know yeah. that that's not fucking true. So, I mean, it might be for most of these actors. Like you said, they're going to yes, be recasting. for the actors, of yeah. course. They're going to recast everyone. 
100%. But we'll have another Avengers movie in, I don't know, 12 months after this movie comes out. Like, there's no fucking way. Because they got to keep grabbing those young guys because they can pay them less. Mm -hmm. Because they already made their big mistake with Robert Downey Jr. They were like, this movie's not going to make any money. Who cares? And everybody's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this movie fucking rules. I'm like, all right, well, we'll make one more. But it's not going to matter. And then everybody watched that, even though Iron Man 2 kind of sucked in a way. It's 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 still good. Yeah. But it's definitely a weak film. And then, like, the first Avengers came out. It was like, oh, fuck. We got to pay all of them so much fucking money now. (laughs) They're all so good at their roles. Like, we fucked up. Because... Not that they can't afford it. I mean, no, it's not. I, that I they... didn't include this article. I don't think no, but I did run across it. Disney became the first studio ever to cross the seven billion mark for a year. So hmm. far in 2018, they've made seven billion dollars from their movies worldwide. That doesn't surprise me. But however, yeah. I don't think it's enough for them. I think uh, Disney's frozen head that's attached to either an AI robot or. Um, just hooked up to a bunch of tubes Mm -hmm. it's not enough because they think they're spending too much money on those movies and it's just it's kind of the same thing i was talking about with youtube in the very beginning of this podcast Mm -hmm. where um they went to corporate where it's no longer about telling a good story they are now just focused on making money so i'm sure this movie will be a good story i think it will be however all of the emotional impact it gives us is going to be wiped away in six months whenever they drop a trailer for the new one where they're like, oh, well, here's our new Iron Man. Here's our new Captain America. Mm-hmm. Here's our new Black Widow. Like, all that kind of shit. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, so then all the shit that you just made us go through where we had, like, an actual, con- like, attachment to these characters and cared what they were doing, none of that matters now because you can pay these uh, CW twinks way less money and make them do it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. I can't wait to For fucking sign six up. Six or seven years until they start getting more. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be three movies, and then they'll, like, it's, that's essentially what's going to happen, is that Disney's going to have, like, three good movies, kill everybody off, and have three more good movies, mm-hmm. so that they don't ever have to pay anybody money ever again. And that's the problem with it. I think this movie's going to be amazing, obviously. All of the Marvel movies have been amazing yeah. somehow. There's no know. way you're not there in the theater within the first week or two. No, of, of, of course not. Like, I'm not talking shit on it at all. Yeah. And that's almost what irritates me so much about it. That you can't. Yeah, exactly. Is that, like, Marvel has really not made a bad movie ever since this Marvel Cinematic Universe thing started with Iron Man. Mm-hmm. They really haven't made a bad movie. They've all been good. Mm-hmm. The Some are less than others, but not, yeah, no, not, no, not actively bad. No, there there are definitely stronger films in the entire like run, mm-hmm. but they're all good films. Like there's all you you would pick one of those films over a lot of other movies out there. Mm, yeah, is for kind sure. of what I'm saying. Yeah. The problem is now is that the fun things that we liked from some of the other movies, like the fact that uh, uh, Captain America was sort of a period piece it wasn't like a blockbuster superhero film it was more of a period piece which is what it should have been and it worked really well for that film and it told a great story mm-hmm. i actually really love the first captain america movie i thought it was fucking amazing or the fact that uh the guardians of the, of the galaxy they kind of took a little bit of risk and made a different film that's out the window now disney has found whatever their uh equation is their formula and they have just now turned this into plug and play. 
that's what this is all going to become now. It's just plug and play. This plus this equals this much money. Find an actor who we can pay less than this much money. So we make money and then we move the fuck on because our name is that big. So it's fine. It's just one of those things where it's you're excited to see it because it looks good. But yeah. then you start, at least I do, at least I start thinking about what's going to come next. And I start getting sad because <laughs> I'm like, oh, Marvel's going to turn into fucking DC now. Yeah. Like they, they think they have their fucking game winning formula. But that's not going to work every time. You need to like let filmmakers be filmmakers and kind of make their own choices and have fun with the film and do a good job. And well, actually, not, not even do a good job, just do their job. So, uh, yeah, no, it looks great. I'm super excited for it. I'm really happy to see uh, Hawkeye come back. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people talk shit on Hawkeye, but um, one, I've always been a fan of the character Hawkeye. Okay. Two, I think Jeremy Renner is a very underrated actor and is, like, fucking awesome and needs more screen time because he's badass as fuck and he's a great fucking actor. So that was cool seeing that. Um, Tony Stark is adrift in space somewhere, which is cool, and he's given his last will and testament to a... Was that the, uh, like, a Voltron head or an Ultron head? Is that what that was? Or I couldn't tell. Or was that his Iron Man mask? That could be. I'm not sure. Because didn't didn't he have the like nanobot Iron Man suit at that point? Mm-hmm. But um, you know it all looks awesome. You know all of our favorite characters are still there. Chris Evans is there, who doesn't get talked about enough, by the way, for playing Captain America. He kind of gets overshadowed by some of the other, like more fun characters because they get like more room to work with. Yeah, I think he's really been bashed by all the characters in the movie that like. Yell at him as he's a Boy Scout, you know, yeah. and do good. And... But that's a good thing, though. That's what the character of Captain America, especially yeah. Steve Rogers. Oh, like, yeah. but I It mean, works well, but he gets overshadowed by that it, on the internet, at least. Yeah, more people make fun of him also. To Which is bullshit, because yeah. that's how good he's doing. It's like He's that good of an actor. And he's mm. also fucking gorgeous, as we all know. He's a great-looking man. Um, also a Patriots fan, so he knows what's up. Uh, okay, well, I'm done now. How dare you, sir? He's a gorgeous man. But, um... The one thing I'm worried about with it is that I think this movie's going to be uh, amazing. I even think this movie might even live live up to everybody's expectations. Okay. Which surprises me. I don't see that happening. It's the same reason, like, um, I wasn't mad about the last book of The Dark Tower. Because I'm like, it's... I've never been somebody who's cared about the ending of the story. I've always cared more about the story as opposed to the wrap-up, like, ending of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take a shitty ending with a good story... As opposed to a good ending with a shitty story. That's really fair, because it is about the journey, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're going to remember more. Yeah, and a lot of people look at it the other way. They just want a really good ending, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, fair. I mean, you can have your own fucking views. I think this is going to be good. Uh, I think it's going to be great, actually. I think all the actors are fantastic. I think they're all going to disappear. And then six months from now, we're going to have a bunch of CW twinks making a new uh, Avengers film. And then we're all going to be super angry about it. Yeah, We'll laugh at them just as we do for DC. Yes, so. exactly. It's 100%. Marvel is going to turn into DC in like a year and a half. And I hope I'm wrong. Because Marvel's the only one making good comic book movies right now. So, because nobody has the balls to make like Vertigo <laughs> comic movies or anything yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. One more quick Marvel topic. They did, uh, it was a show at Comic-Con in Brazil. Mm-hmm. A trailer for the new Spider-Man movie. Yay! 
but it hasn't been released online yet. But there is some just descriptions on it. It has been confirmed that Jake Gyllenhaal is going to play Mysterio. Hmm. What do you think about that for casting? Um. Are you a fan of Mysterio at all? I like Mysterio. He's a fun character or a fun villain. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of a blah actor. You know what I mean? Like Jake Gyllenhaal is good as long as the writers are good. He can't really bring much to a character. So I mean, if they use the same writers from like Homecoming. Hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal's going to shine. He's going to look amazing. Yeah. And it has been suggested that Michael Keaton could also make a return as the Vulture. I would love for that to happen. That was amazing. Hmm. Uh, is Tom Holland going to be in this? Are yeah. They... Okay. Yeah, he's confirmed. So is this supposed to be happening like before the Infinity War thing then? Or That's the thing. that They uh, showed the trailer, but then it didn't really give any kind of a time frame or anything. Yeah. So we're not I mean, really sure. We all know Tom Holland's coming back anyway. Because yeah. he's still young enough that they can pay him no money. So oh, he, yeah. he can still play Spider-Man. I could definitely see it. Yeah. He'll get to play Spider-Man for like two or three more movies. Mm-hmm. And then because everybody loves him as Spider-Man because he's a great Peter Parker, they're going to fucking kill him off soon anyway. Yeah. But he's got two or three more movies. Um. Yeah. This one's coming out July 5th. So. July 4th holiday weekend, so they got big expectations for it. Oh, shit, yeah, they're going to make some fucking money off that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yep. No, I mean, that that could be good. Um, I mean, I like I like Spider-Man. I like uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I was a huge fan of Homecoming. I thought that was amazing. I thought it was a great film. Uh, well, one of those films I don't get tired of. I can sort of just throw it on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even if I turn the app off at that point it's like do you want to continue where you started from i'm like yeah sure why not fuck yeah. it i don't care like i could just kind of watch that movie at any point and like it so as long as it's the same writers i think jake gyllenhaal that will do a good job as a mysterio i just jake gyllenhaal's never been the kind of guy to bring something to a character he's always just kind of been like an empty slate sort of actor where if he has a good writer he looks like a good actor if he has kind of a blah writer, or even a writer who just respects actors and wants to be like, yeah, no, here, I'm going to kind of write this a little vague so you can kind of bring your own thing to it. That's what he comes out looking like. He just He's never brought anything to a character. He can play a character well, but he can't think of a character or bring anything to a character. He can just read lines and look handsome. That's essentially all Jake Gyllenhaal has ever done in his life. Which is one thing more than his sister has ever done. In her life, because all she can do is read lines, because she's not even handsome. She has a snaggle tooth, and she sucked as uh, fucking whatever Bruce Wayne's love interest was supposed to be in the Dark Knight movies. What was her name? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel! So yeah, July 4th, new Spider-Man movie. Who's not excited for that? Everybody left Homecoming. Mm. Everyone did. And the game's been super popular, so... That that game was really fucking good. And then that animated movie comes out this weekend. Oh my god, yeah, that's right, I totally forgot about it's that. it's getting a lot of good buzz. Like, that's it's like, like the 99... Spider-Verse or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah, 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 it's got like 99% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes still. Ooh, all the critics have been really liking yeah. it, so... Yeah, it's like something about like uh, Madam Web and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's yeah, like all she's the together, Spider-Verses. All the alternate dimensions, yeah. Fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch yeah. that. The I'm... latest trailer does show Peter Porker, the Spider-Ham. <gasps> Yes! Which is one of the yes. best Spider characters. Oh my god, Spider-Ham's amazing. Do we get any Peter Parquet yet? Are we uh, going to get some Marvel 1692 or not? I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll have to watch and find out. No, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm super excited for that. Just so I can get some of my Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. I love that Spider-Man 2099. That's my shit. So yeah, that should be fun. Mm-hmm. I've loved the Spider-Verse. The Spider-Verse is cool. 
that was my favorite skin in the uh, Spider-Man game for the PlayStation. Oh, really? They have like a shit ton of different skins, and it's essentially all just different alternate universe Spider-Mans. But there's a punk rock Spider-Man. Nice. Yeah, from like the like punk Spider-Man that I think they wrote like a one-off in the '90s. He's like a denim vest on and like spiked mohawk on his hood and shit. And what's really great is that if you put that skin on and you just start playing the game, uh, you get like bits of Jameson's like. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson has a podcast in the game. Like, he's fired from the – or he leaves the Daily Bugle and starts his own podcast. And he kind of becomes nice. like an Alex Jones kind of guy. <clears throat> yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. And then um, – so if you put – like, so he's just, like, talking about the shit you're doing and how Spider-Man's, like, the villain at all times and stuff like that. If you put the punk Spider-Man skin on, he uh, talks about how punk rock is evil and that uh, he was alive for the punk age, and it wasn't good, and Spider-Man clearly hates uh, authority and shit like that. It's really fucking That's hilarious. Awesome. They did a lot of fun shit with that Spider-Man game. That is almost worth buying a PlayStation 4 just to play that Spider-Man game. It is really fucking good. <laughs> All right, well, sticking with movies and transitioning over to your favorite, DC. Yeah. This one, uh, not too bad. We got a first poster now for, for Shazam. 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 Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know him? Yeah, he was. Uh, he played Spock in the uh, Star Trek remakes, right? Wasn't that Zachary Levi? No, it's Zachary Quinto. Quinto. Oh. Zachary, what was Zachary Levi in then? I'm not sure. At least he spells his name right. Fucking Z-A-C-K is bullshit. Z-A-C-H, that's the true uh, master race of Zacks, and everybody knows it. Oh, he was in Thor Ragnarok, apparently. Okay. <laughs> well, that, he was in Thor The Dark World. Who do you play in Thor? Yeah. Uh, he's in, oh, he's the voice of the main character in Tangled, isn't, or the main guy in Tangled, isn't he? Maybe, yeah. Oh, he's one of like Thor's friends, isn't he? I, th- I, th- I think he's the blonde one who uses the sword. Okay. Yeah. And then he also voices the uh, Finn. That was his name, Entangled. Okay. That's where I know his uh, name from. Oh, and he was in Heroes. Well, Reborn. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Nobody watched either of them. I didn't watch Heroes. I'm sure other no. people did. I, I, the first season was really good. Oh, was it? Yeah, it honestly is. I think I watched a couple episodes. And then it jumps off a fucking cliff after that. So. Mm. I think I watched a couple episodes and I was like, nah, I don't really care about this fucking show. So, okay. So yeah, he hasn't okay. been in too much. Zachary Levi, nice. He's gonna play uh, Shazam, huh? Mm-hmm. Cool. And the tagline makes sense because of the character. Say the word. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. He's got his iPhone out, blowing a bubble gum. He's got. He's definitely hanging brain. Jesus, look at the dick print <laughs> on his pants there. Also looks jacked as shit. So good for you, Bubba. April 5th. Ooh, going to be kind of competing with the Avengers then, because the Avengers mm-hmm. comes out in April. Yeah, it's towards the end of the month, though. 20, oh, okay, 26th. Good, so. good, good, good. Because I'm like, you do not want to go up against the last Avengers film. Yeah. You're going to fucking lose that. Yeah, no, this is three weeks before that. So. Okay, April 5th. I mean, I'll give it a watch. Shazam's kind of a fun character, and Zachary Levi's a decent actor. Um, okay. Yeah, why not? Let's... Uh... Yeah, let's let's give it a watch. I guess is what I would say. We'll uh, put your hands in the air and hope it's good. Okay. Shazam. And then we can't have a DC segment without having some doom and gloom. So, oh boy. Amy Adams thinks that she's done playing Lois Lane. 
and that DC movies are being revamped. I hope so. So, <laughs> just what you feared for Marvel is actually what you hope for DC. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, I'm like, this isn't doom and gloom. This is a good thing to hear that they're gonna try something new because maybe they'll actually hit the right fucking characters for once. They won't. They're gonna fuck it up, obviously. But still, it would be nice. So you were not a fan of her Lois Lane. I mean, were you? I don't know about fan. I didn't mind it. Yeah, that's basically what I was going to say. It's like, I'm not like, it's not that I'm not a fan, but I mean, did she do anything special with that character whatsoever? She made her like a hard-nosed journalist. That was like... Lois Lane was already kind of a hard-nosed badass journalist. Like, she kind of just... She sort of did what I was just talking about, where she just sort of read lines, like, and just moved on. Like, I didn't see her bringing anything to that character. Yeah. Besides the fact that she's pretty. That's essentially all she did. So, congrats, Amy Adams. You are pretty. I will agree with that. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make you a good Lois Lane. So, yeah. This added to the rumors that Henry Cavill is out of Superman and Ben Affleck is done as the Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. The fact that Aquaman comes out next Friday and does not feature any cameos by any of the other DC superheroes. (laughs) That's not a good sign. That is definitely for sure they are redoing everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, at least Gal Gadot's coming back. Yeah, she does have a Wonder Woman sequel already I'll just, in the books. So. I'll watch anything where I can just look at her. Okay. I, I find her to be gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, DC needs to revamp. I think they're going to fuck up when they revamp. <laughs> yeah, sadly. So it's kind of a, it's a bittersweet headline. It's like, I'm happy to see a revamp, but I know deep down in my soul that they're going to fuck up the revamp anyway, so... They're going to do one of two things. They're going to make it even darker. I think they didn't go dark enough. Or they're going to just twink that shit out. It's going to be a shit ton of, like, fucking uh, dudes from, uh, what's it, Riverdale. It'll be a bunch of Riverdale actors <laughs> playing fucking uh, DC characters, and we're all going to give a fuck about it. DC might be doing what I was joking that Marvel is doing, where it's like, let's make these movies as cheap as possible, mm-hmm. and we'll just use the brand recognition to pull people in, and then we'll make money off that. Like, we can definitely... It says Batman. Zach's going to see it four times. Yeah, there's definitely people who will see a Batman movie if, this, if the word Batman is on it. Uh-huh. So if we pay everybody, like, the bare minimum, we'll still make money. Like, fuck it, let's do it. And then Walt's over there in his, in his other cave like, yeah, I'm going to buy DC next. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll fuck that up, too, so it, it won't matter. No one's ever going to do fucking DC right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, wrapping up movie news for the week. I take that back. People have done DC right. It's just never been live action. So there you go. It's all been animated. We have more news on the Men in Black Four that we talked about maybe about three months ago. Stop it! Just stop doing Men in Black movies. It now has an official title. Oh, Men in Black colon International. Interracial. Weird. So it's it's going to be a porn film, huh? Right. Neat. Amy Adams is signed on to this, right? And then Will Smith's going <laughs> to fuck her with his giant black cock? Isn't that what's going to happen? Close. We do have Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. So. Oh, so yeah. So for sure, Chris Hemsworth is no longer Thor, because he's now signed on to Men in Black. Okay. And uh, yeah, okay, cool. Sounds uh, fucking terrible. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, so they got Thor and Valkyrie together again. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was a great movie. This is going to uh, suck sweaty balls. 100%. Hooray. Mm-hmm. See, I don't feel anything towards this because the only one I liked was the first Men in Black. Like, the first Men in Black was a fun movie, but Men in Black 2 sucked. Men in Black 3 sucked. Yeah. This one's going to suck. So it's like, you can't keep doing add-ons to a film franchise that people have lukewarm feelings about. Like, you made one good movie. 
it's kind of the same thing they did with like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Where everybody liked the first Planet of the Apes, and they made like four of those, and then they made a remake with Mark Wahlberg, and then they made a prequel with James Franco, hmm. and no one gives a fuck about any of those. If you walk up to anybody on the streets and you ask them, hey, what's your favorite movie? And they go, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. You mm-hmm. should push them in front of a fucking moving train because they do not need to be procreating on this earth. They are terrible, shitty people. And it's okay to say that because I know no one in the world has ever said that's their favorite movie. So it's it's, it's fine. I can do whatever I want. Okay. <laughs> but let me rope you back in here. Men in Black International, Liam Neeson has also been cast as an unknown character. He's going to be fucking Zed. He'll be the the leader of the Men in Black. Yeah, but it will not include Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones from the original movies. And it will be an action comedy that leans more towards an ensemble movie. Rebecca Ferguson, Rafe Spall, and Kumail Nanjiani also have roles in the film. Three people nobody cares about. Okay. With Emma Thompson reprising her role as Agent O. I didn't know Emma Thompson was in a Men in Black movie. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about, why they shouldn't be making this fucking film. They've gone back to the original director, Barry Sonnenfeld. I mean, yeah, everybody likes Sonnenfeld. He's he's a great director. He's also fucking basically uh, like Alzheimer's at this point. So, yeah, go ahead. Have fun. Throw a lot of money at this. It's not going to make any fucking money. Coming June 14th next year. Yeah, everybody, sign up. Can't fucking wait. Oh, yeah, Men in Black International. I was a huge fan of Men in Black 3, so I can't wait to see this movie. Nobody cares. This movie's going to suck. <laughs> we'll switch to some video game news now. Video games. And back to Marvel Comics a little bit. Yeah. Don't know if you ever played any of the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. I did. I was a big fan of them. I was a, a huge fun. fan. A Sunk a lot of hours into those two games. Super fun games. They've announced that there will be a third one. Ooh. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the Black Order, but it's announced it's a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Ooh, I'm gonna have to buy a Switch. So now I'm, I am. I was gonna buy a Switch anyway because I wanted to play Breath of the Wild. So. Yeah. And the new Smash Bros looks really that sick. Is also true. That does look pretty dope. Like every character ever from any of those games is in that yeah. one. So. They got like fucking Solid Snake in there for God's sake. Yeah. He's not even Nintendo. That's Konami, dog. Like what's happening? And it's wild. So yeah, we'll definitely have to be playing some of that together. It does oh. feature both a uh, four-player online and offline co-op, so Ooh, we can fun. do some Switch linking. Yeah, no, I can't wait for that, because I've been looking for more reasons to buy a Switch, because I already had one whenever they were like, hey, Breath of the Wild's coming out, and I was like, well, it's a new Zelda game, so I'm going to definitely have to drop $300 for that console, so <laughs> <laughs> now I have another game I'm going to want to play. Yeah. Yeah, if they announce a, a Fire Emblem game next, I'll fucking... Put, put my order in on Amazon right then to get this fucking Switch. Really? You're into those? I love Fire Emblem. They're so good. Have, have you ever played those? Just the mobile one, but which is kind of like an offshoot. It doesn't There's really... There's a mobile one? Mm-hmm. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I liked uh, all of them. I even have the one for the, the 3DS. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Although your main character you make gets a little overpowered in mm-hmm. uh, the one for the, the 3DS. I forget what it was called. Like, Tale of the Two Swords or something like that. But, uh pretty good i mean i like turn-based strategy rpg kind of games because i'm a huge nerd you are that is true capitalizing on that i know we talked about it already but i figured we'd also bring up what the dragon hts was from last week oh yeah we talked about this saturday when Mm -hmm. we were playing uh D &D. right oh my god 
We talked about the new Dragon Age tees while playing D and D. Some I, I should shove myself into a locker right now. Jesus Christ! Oh, I still love them though. <laughs> so it was announced that there will be a fourth entry in the series. Oh. Uh, the video started with the hashtag "The Dread Wolf Rises," which is what a lot of people are thinking that the full title might be. Sexy. And apparently, the Dread Wolf is a reference to an elven deity in the Dragon Age lore. Named Finharel, who, as it turns out, is actually the player's companion, Solus, who you said is somebody from the third game, right? Yes. Okay. I haven't played any of that one yet still, so. Third one's pretty good. Yeah. So in uh, Inquisition's Trespasser DLC, Solus is revealed to be the entity known as the Dread Wolf before walking through a portal into obscurity. And so it seems the next game in the series will focus at least somewhat on where he's been and what he's doing. I was unaware there was a DLC for in Inquisition. Oh, really? Okay. Don't tell Alex. They'll oh. make me play it. And I have a lot of other things to play. Hmm. i got to finish all the Arkham games. i got to play oh, yeah, How's that going? Uh, I'm like halfway through Arkham City. Okay. I'm really excited because I'm going to get to play the DLC, the Harley Quinn's Revenge. I never oh, got to, I never got that to play that. Because oh. when it came out... You can my, play as Catwoman in that game too, right? Yeah. From the DLC. Mm-hmm. Well, you can play it in the main storyline too. You get to play as Catwoman. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought that was DLC only. Yeah, and then, then they had all the Challenge Master. You could play as the different characters like uh, Dick Grayson and uh, you know Tim Drake, all the cool shit. Okay. Not Jason Todd, because he doesn't show up until later on in the game. Oh, did I, did I ruin the surprise of Arkham Knight? I think you did. Oh my god. Who'd have thought that the you guy... You didn't even was... say spoilers for... Yeah, because who'd have thought the guy with a red hood was going to be Jason Todd? Nobody saw that coming, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. No, not me. I didn't call that immediately when I first saw the fucking trailers. Still a great game, and I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to get to finally play Harley Quinn's Revenge. I never got a chance to play that. Nice. Oh, that anyway. also reminds me. Let me look this up real quick. Uh-huh. It might take a little bit. Okay. Uh, but I think it'll be funny. Because, what was that? That was last week on Wednesday. We we played some Overcooked. Yes, we did. As we were waiting for Emma to get to a stopping point in her campaign, and uh, we we had some troubles, but we did we did have fun. I think. Yeah, no, we got some serious pointage on that too. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Point that out. But I was reading an article on the top ten games of the year, and it made the list. And then the write up on it was like perfectly describing the. Uh, situation that we had <laughs> and it was also really funny so i was gonna have you read it i forgot about that overcooked is a really fun game if none of you guys have played that yet it is a fantastic game especially if you're with like some of your buddies and you're just mm. kind of drinking beers it is a great like kind of get together here we go so overcooked 2 is number nine on their top 10 if you want to go ahead and read nice. their article it's really funny yeah sure no one should get married before beating overcooked 2 with their partner <laughs> If two people who love each other can't efficiently cook and serve seven different plates of food while putting out fires, dodging traffic, and avoiding pits of acid, then how are they going to survive out in the real world? Isn't that true? Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Overcooked 2 is both sweat-inducingly stressful and euphorically rewarding. This is really good writing, by the Mm -hmm. way. Anyone can learn the three-button controls in minutes, but no matter how adept you are with a game controller, you are going to suck at this game if you're not a good verbal communicator. I agree with that 100%. Also, both of us had shitty eyesight, apparently, and we're trying to make uh, sushi out of fucking uh, cucumbers. So that didn't help us much. No. Uh, Each level of Overcooked 2 requires chefs to formulate a system for how food is prepared, cooked, and served. Who's cutting the tomatoes? How many orders of pasta can you realistically cook at once if you're also managing the dirty dishes? 
Through repeated plays of a level, you refine the system you've devised. If you've balanced responsibilities evenly between your chefs and you're talking through things with each other, you'll do well. But sometimes your system are flawed and you find yourself screaming, I need a fucking carrot! <laughs> <laughs> While a saucepan catches on fire. <laughs> that was us as shit last week. That's yes. for sure what yeah. we were doing. It's at those moments that you either break off your engagement or you start talking about how to better help each other. There is true earned joy in working together to bring your score of negative 47 up to 720, which is exactly what we did. I was, I thought it was. I wanted to double check with you. I really, that's literally the score that we had on yeah. that sushi level you're talking about. Yeah, because we were trying to roll them in cucumbers until we were, we were both like, oh, there's seaweed and cucumbers, and they just happen to look exactly alike to both of our <laughs> drunk assholes. Yeah. You're basically ready to buy a house together at that point. One caveat. Playing this game single player is tantamount to playing Frisbee with yourself. I could see that. I've never played it uh, single player at all. That's rough. You still control two chefs. One with the left side of the controller, one with the right side of the controller. Oh, that sounds awful. You'd have to have, like, fucking gecko eyes to follow that. How (laughs) how are you going to do that, man? Jesus. That sounds evil. I read that, though. I was like, oh, my God, this was Zach and me. That's exactly us. It was a really hilarious though, because me and you have that like uh, friendship where like we really never raised our voice to each other in any kind of a real way. Yeah. It's always just been a joke. When we're yeah, mad just at each fucking other. around. Yeah, yeah. Except for when we, when we played Overcooked too, it was like, give me a fucking bottle of rice right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the shit? You didn't give me any steak to cook. Why aren't you cooking these fucking potatoes? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Gordon Ramsay's gonna shut yeah. us down. I thought you served that. You just set it on the counter right next to it. <laughs> I did that a couple times. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Remember when I was just throwing uh, <laughs> ingredients towards you? Yeah, you just lobbing them across the. <laughs> That's something we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to set up some kind of like uh, streaming uh, ability down here so we can do that together because I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be a fun one. Because we're gonna have to grab A to Z show real quick. Because once this thing blows up, everybody's gonna be on every other social media trying to steal our fucking name tag. Ain't so. that the truth? <laughs> I'll make sure we get everything before I post this episode so they don't steal it from us. Well, I've already got ours on Pornhub, so okay. we're pretty set now. All right. That's really all we need to stream. So. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where we're going to stream on. Oh, I'll okay. just have Emma walk in naked every now and then. Yeah. Like, yes, look, gaze upon it. <laughs> look at my beautiful steak that I've built on Overcooked. Ah, fucking double manager. You had no idea what was oh. going on. I'm a great writer. Hire me, DC. I want to make everything dark and unseeable. Yeah. Then it won't matter if I suck. And then you throw her across the room to me like an ingredient. (laughs) I'm like, it's still raw! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fun. I can't wait for her to listen to this episode. Uh, Yeah, I'm leaving that in for sure. Yeah, we're going to both get hit. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh Uh-huh. We'll be uh, recording. You're actually going to be closer to her, though, when she listens to it. That is true. We're going to both be recording with black eyes next week, though, Mm -hmm. so enjoy that. Yeah. So are you familiar with a game called Monster Hunter World? I am. I always thought about buying it, but you don't have a PlayStation, so I didn't buy it. Okay. Because I always like the Monster Hunter games. Okay. But from, they've been on Game Boy, right? Yeah. Or the 3DS or something. Yeah, yeah. and then they were on like uh, PlayStation 2, too, the original oh, really? ones. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. Like I thought original... it was a Nintendo-type game. But... No, I'm pretty sure the original Monster Hunters were like on like PlayStation 2 and stuff like that. Because okay. I remember, remember playing them. Okay. And I, I know wanted... it was a really popular game. Like, it, it was getting a lot of attention back yeah. in february or whatever when it came down so. i really wanted to play monster hunter world but from what i've heard you kind of need to have people to play with mm. and you're the only other person i know who likes monster hunter so i was like yeah i kind of 
like, you don't have a PlayStation, and I'm not going to buy an Xbox One, so never mind. Like, I want to play it. I want to play it really badly. Maybe I can, you know what, my little brother just bought a PlayStation. Maybe I can talk him into buying it, and we can Mm -hmm. play that together. Yeah, you're going to want to now, because they've announced that there will be an expansion called Iceborne, uh, featuring a collaboration with The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Hell yeah. One of the best fucking games out there. Iceborne will be available in autumn of 2019, so next fall, so it's going to be about a year. Okay, so but I, I got some time. It'll include new quest ranks, locales, mm-hmm. monsters, moves, and equipment, and its new story will also follow from the main game's conclusion. So can I play as a Witcher, then? Yeah. In a separate update, timed for early 2019, Geralt of Rivia, fully voiced by original actor Doug Cockle, will also become available as a playable character, presumably through an in-game outfit, although that's not confirmed. Hmm. So, there you go. Oh, this update will also weave RPG elements familiar from the Witcher series into Monster Hunter World. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, if if I can play as a Witcher, I'm going to totally sign up for that, dog. Yeah. For sure. I tried to the play The graphics as a still look pretty good, too. Like, you can definitely tell that's Geralt. fucking love the Witcher so much. I tried to play as a Witcher in our last D&D campaign, but it didn't work out very well. Yeah. It was a homebrew character class, and it just kind of didn't work out with everybody else not doing homebrews, so I had to drop that character. But yeah. I love being a Witcher. Witchers are fucking shit, man. This is like a lot of fun. I might have to just suck it up and play it. Kind of like what I do with Destiny, which I also, I adore that game. But you kind of need to have friends to get to the higher level shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't, so I just kind of single play the entire campaign. Which I think I'm one of like six people in the world who cares. Have ever done it? Yeah. Yeah. Like who cares about the lore and enjoys the story of Destiny? You're looking up grimoire cards online and stuff. It's really fucking good. I have the app on my phone. I have, oh. a, De- I have a Destiny Two app on my phone. I can pull up all of my characters. I was joking, but that I, okay. Yeah. No, I 100 percent have that. <laughs> you thought you were joking. Yeah. You were wrong. <laughs> so I already know this next story. It's just gonna flip your lid, and you're gonna like. I'm Go sign up for it immediately. The first three words, and I'm already ready. Yeah. So, so there's going to be a Metal Gear Solid tabletop game. Zach needs new pants, mm. and we'll go on. <laughs> By tabletop game, are we talking like RPG D and D style? Yeah. Alex, if you're listening, I need you to start looking up the uh, Metal Gear Solid lore because I'm going to buy this, and you are going to DM a campaign for us. So. Thank Come. you, Alex. You're the best friend that I have, and I love you. Comes out next year, 2019 release. Oh, my God. It's a tabletop that. game. Uh, it will feature miniatures designed by sculptor Francesco Oru. Oh, my God. And art from comic artist Kenneth Lowe. Check out yes. that box cover. Oh, look at that. It's gorgeous. Look at that. Psycho Mantis, Sniper Wolf. Fucking, they're Solid Snake. Yeah. Uh, Meryl. Oh, they're all there. I'm so fucking excited. Go ahead and read here. You can... Oh. Described as a fully cooperative miniatures board game, it tells the story of the first Metal Gear Solid originally released on the PlayStation in 98. Letting players take on the role of Solid Snake, Meryl Silverberg, Otacon, and Gray Fox? I get to play as fucking Solid Snake, are you kidding me? Oh, yes. They each have unique skill sets used to avoid detection while completing objectives across multiple campaign scenarios oh you have to be sneaky too because it's tactical espionage action yes this is literally D&D with Metal Gear oh I'm so fucking happy the game allegedly features a highly dynamic AI system and sandbox gameplay allowing for missions to be completed in various different ways 
Metal Gear Solid, the board game, will be playable at E3 2019 through booked play sessions. Oh my god, fucking sign me up right now. From June 8th to the 10th. It also appears at Origins Game Fair, Dice Tower Con, San Diego Comic Con, and Gen Con throughout summer 2019. Oh, I need this. I need this so fucking badly. I know. I was like, I, I can't keep this from Zach. He has to know about this. I fucking adore Metal Gear Solid so fucking much. And you're going to be the perfect person to play this with because yeah. you know that game inside and no, out. No, I'm going to be the worst person to play this with because anytime you do something that doesn't fit the canon of the story, I'm going to fucking call a halt to everything so I can explain <laughs> the lore of Metal Gear Solid for 20 minutes, which you don't want because mm. it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> Gray Fox would never do that. What are you doing? Gray Fox. Snake. <laughs> Was that Walt Disney? Snake. Is he buying Metal Gear? No, Walt, Walt Disney is Gray Fox. That's the oh. that's the twist. It's just like the first Metal Gear. You think he's the villain, but then it turns out he's the good guy, and you're like, oh, Gray Fox. Because <laughs> he's not Gray Fox at first. He's the cyborg ninja. Mm. And then you find out he's the Gray Fox, because he was in Foxhound as well with you when you were Solid Snake. Well, you're still Solid Snake, but when Solid Snake was younger and he was just in Foxhound, his uh, original um, uh, group that he was in, you know, with Sniper Wolf and... Vulcan Barrel, Revolver Ocelot, Gray Fox, all of them. Uh-huh. And so the Cyborg Ninja attacks, you don't realize it's Gray Fox at first. But then later on, you find out it's Gray Fox. Because he saves your life. That's really going to help the levels of the podcast. Oh, it's you. so good, though, man. Oh, I fucking love Metal Gear Solid. It's so fucking... Oh, they're so good! How do you not love Metal Gear Solid? So now I am slightly confused. Because what I remembered was it wasn't Fox Hand, it was Fox Die. What, what was Fox Die? Fox Die was the, um, it was the, oh, what's the good word for it? The, like, genetically engineered um, program that kills people. That's the reason that, like, the the uh, guy who, um, what is he? He's, like, the UN leader or something like that. He has, like, a heart attack. It's like, another heart attack. Colonel, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's Fox Die. That's the, like, oh, okay. that's the, um virus you were injected with that kills all the people that would give you the answers that you need gotcha because it turns out you're kind of being double crossed the whole time yeah, see, i just remembered that being like yeah. a, an important plot point so that stuck in my mind i don't remember fox yeah. hound i remembered fox die yeah so. fox die was the uh virus okay. like the genetically engineered like however the fuck they explained it fox hound was the uh, yeah the operation group that was originally set up by big boss also known as naked snake beforehand before he killed the boss which was his uh teacher and then she sacrificed her life to she? make sure yeah oh. yeah the boss is a girl big boss who is gets he's the one that they take the dna from to clone with the lay that's lay infant terrible um uh program where mm. you get solid snake liquid snake and uh oh fuck who was the other solidus solidus snake is okay. the other one and that's the one from three yes Okay. No, Solidus Snake is the one from 2. Oh. The one from 3 is Naked Snake, who becomes Big Boss. Oh, shit. Okay. Because he takes down the boss, so he becomes Big Boss, and then he starts Fox out and stuff like that. Oh, that's the storyline from 3? Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you not played 3? No. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. You're missing out, dog. It's literally the theme of my 3DS. <laughs> it plays a theme and it has all the pictures in the background it's amazing i do need to check it out it's backwards compatible on the xbox one now so oh really yeah nice 
Have you have you played all of them? No, I played Solid One, Solid Two, and a little bit of Peace Walker. Not much. Peace Walker was kind of meh anyway, yeah. to be honest with you. So that's fair. And then I have five, but I haven't played it yet. So it's, it was one of the free games with gold or whatever. Again, five is kind of meh. Yeah. The Metal Gear Solid game has been going down a little bit lately. I don't know if it's just Kojima is sort of not caring anymore. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't think I don't know how to explain. The fact it. that they switched to Kiefer also, like I love Kiefer Sutherland, but he, yeah, no, he's not. He's not. The fact that sweet. it wasn't David Hayter that immediately took me out of it because David Hayter also voices uh, Naked Snake in Metal, Metal Gear Solid Three. Oh really? Yeah, because he looks yeah. just like Solid Snake in the first one. Because okay. well, the whole like the whole way the uh, cloning process worked is you know you had Solid Snake and Liquid Snake. Solid Snake got all of his. Um, uh, what's the word? Did you have like recessive? And, dominant. Oh, yeah. Solid Snake got all of his dominant genes. He was a clone of his dominant genes. And then Na- uh, Liquid Snake got all of his recessive genes. That's why he has like blonde hair and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, makes sense. And that's also why Snake is older in uh, Guns of the Patriots, the Metal Gear Solid 4. Okay. He like ages quicker than everybody else. It's because he's the dominant genes, and, like, because of the cloning process, he's, like, aging faster than he should. His, like, cells are uh, going away quicker. Like, stuff like that. Hmm. The lore of Metal Gear Solid makes zero sense, just, mm. so, you, just yeah. so everybody knows. It makes zero sense, but I am obsessed with it, and I love it, and it's one of my favorite things ever. The ending of Metal Gear Solid 2 is the uh, entire world governments are being run by an AI. Hmm. So... Strap in. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's that was Patriots. very confusing. It's the Patriots. Yeah. The Lalelulelo. That is literally what they're called. I didn't make that name up. Don't laugh at me. Yeah. Kojima wrote that, and you will not laugh at Kojima. I, did, I just did. <laughs> Gray Fox. That where Raiden comes back. It's like a Metal Gear game, but not really. Oh, the one where you play as Raiden? Yeah. Revengeance. Revengeance. I was That's trying a to think really good game. Was it really? It's a lot of fun. Oh, I thought you were going to laugh about it. Like, oh, no. That's not canon and just like... No, it's totally canon for oh. one. It's oh, also really? a really fun game to play. Really? I'm not shitting you. Okay. It's, it's kind of like... Um, that went completely different than what I expected. I thought you were going to shit all over it. Oh, no, no, no. It was a fucking great game. I wish okay. they would remake it. It's a lot of fun to play. It's yeah. kind of like a... It almost has like a Ninja Gaiden feel to it. Seriously? Yeah, and you're just like mowing through fucking groups of dudes. Oh. So it is, it is not sneaking around. No, you get to basically play as like Gray Fox, but even crazier. So you're just like a cyborg ninja just destroying shit. It's oh, a lot of fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a shit ton of fun. If it ever comes up as like a backwards compatible thing to play, mm-hmm. or it's like a free game, get it and play it. You're going to love it. All right. You're going to not understand the story at all. Yeah. And that's okay, because I've actually looked into it, and I still don't fully understand the story. Right. So don't okay. feel bad about that like, at all. Where does this one fit in? Is it like... It's before... Guns of the Patriots? Okay. Yeah. It's before Guns of the Patriots, which is Metal Gear Solid 4. So, yeah. It's like pre that. He's like, uh, it's after Metal Gear Solid 2, but before Metal Gear Solid 4. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's where, that's where it fits. It's a lot of fun, though. Nice. No, you would love it. It's just like a great hack and slash, like fucking over-the-top action game. It's a lot of fun to play. All right, well, this last part here. Look, here's the thing about Fox. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> we did this last month also. It seemed to have been a pretty fun topic. Mm-hmm. So I figured we'd bring it back. It's uh, what's leaving Netflix next month and then okay. what's coming to Netflix next month. Excellent. So we can kind of, you know, hey, okay, we need to watch that before it leaves kind of thing. 
which did help me. I watched a couple things. I did. Uh, I did check out Teep. What'd you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fucked up. Isn't it crazy? It is. Yeah, it's really fun though. Yeah, you you pitched it right right on for me. Like, yeah, you didn't overhype it, and you no, didn't no, no. you didn't like. There's nothing shady about it. You you were you were honest with it. You no. weren't. It's a really fun twist on like a monster movie. Yeah, that's yeah. essentially what it is. It's a really fun film. And it was it was short, so that was another good yeah, reason. Yeah, no, it's like an hour and a half. Through. Yeah, yeah, it was like. I'm pretty sure so. it was supposed to be a short film at first, and then they like could, I could really the producers that. really liked it and thought they could make money off it, so they threw him some more money. And he yeah. was like, "They're like, put another hour on that." And he's mm. like, "Okay, I'll figure something out, I guess." <laughs> but yeah, thank you for the recommendation. I did check it out before it left, so you're welcome. That was, it was good. So maybe we'll find something else before I it leaves. Knew, I knew you were gonna like that movie. Yeah. It's right up your alley. It's it's like a it's a campy monster movie, but like just with a weird twist on it. So mm. it's, it's it's a lot of fun. So what we got. Leaving Netflix next month. And uh, as you pointed out earlier, we do have a GIF here of uh, Boromir. It's GIF. Do not say GIF again. No, it's GIF. It is GIF. The creator says it's GIF. I don't care what the creator said. He's a programmer, not a fucking linguist. It stands for Graphic Interface Format, not Graphic Interface Format. It's GIF. <laughs> so the GIF Continue. is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I agree to disagree. No, I'm I'm totally right. Mm. All right, what we got here? All right, we got a GIF of Lord of the Rings and a very uh, emotional scene from the Fellowship where Boromir is um, dying. Yeah, after his redemption. Absolutely, which is a great scene, by the way. It it's is. really fun because it they really do, like, caps that movie. It's really fun because it's like uh, also what's really cool is like it's a little bit of a movie detail that you don't catch for the rest of the movies. Aragorn is wearing uh, Boromir's Vim braces that he has. Is he really? Yes. Oh, I never caught that before. Yeah, watch that for the, like the rest of the movies. He has those on. Wow. Like with like the little like you know with the tree of uh, Gondor and shit like that on it. Uh -huh. Yeah, he has those for the rest of the films. Nerd. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, Fellowship of the Ring is one of the ones leaving, which is a bummer. Uh, which is kind of confusing though because it doesn't mention the other two leaving. I don't know if the other two are on there. The other two are on there? I have no idea. I don't either. But like I said, I it would be weird not to have Amazon. the whole trilogy. Like, it is weird just to put the first one on there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, now you got to pay for the other two. Yeah. And then Disney's in the background, like, yeah, yeah. buy those other two. <laughs> <laughs> right, so New Year's Day, January first. Okay. These are coming off Netflix. Right away. Blade and Blade 2. Oh, both great films. Excellent films. Huge fan of Blade 2 for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, huge fan of both, but Blade 2 is directed by Guillermo del, del Toro, there so you it, go. it yep. gets bonus points. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Wesley Snipes was perfect in that role. Oh, he was he, great. He is Blade. That's the thing that I get mad at whenever people talk about the Black Panther movies, and they're like, it's the first Marvel film to have a main character as a black guy. And I'm like, oh, so uh, you never saw Blade then. Yeah. So you're an asshole, and yeah. you need to read more comics, get the fuck out of my face, and never talk to me again. Anyway, we're also losing Be Beethoven's Christmas Adventure. You skipped over that. Oh, oh did I? Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry, the microphone blocking it. So yeah. I couldn't... How dare you? Let's Be Beethoven's Christmas Adventure is also leaving. I mean, that makes sense because Christmas will be over. Yeah, no. I mean, that I, I get it. I'm just sad is all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula is gone. Is, it, is that the one with Gary Oldman? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Uh, Catwoman, I assume that's the Halle Berry movie. It is. That is a really good one if uh, if you're getting high one night and you guys want to watch a really shitty movie, that's a great film. It's a great shitty film. Oh, Face Off. I love that movie. You might have to rewatch it again. That is not a shitty film. Face Off is a, an amazing piece of cinema. And if you haven't seen Face Off, you're wrong. Uh, Finding Neverland. Was that the one with Johnny Depp? Mm -hmm. Okay. I, 
think I watched that once. I don't remember much of it. I'm not sure I've seen it. So. Friday Night Lights. I assume the movie, not this show. I think so, yeah. The movie's really good. Have you seen the film? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the show. But. I haven't seen the show either. I just, I, I really like the movie. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton acts his fucking dick off in that movie, by the way. Uh, what else? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Matthew McConaughey. Who's uh really? Yeah, yeah. It's Matthew McConaughey and whoever the fucking main actress is. It's kind of a cute setup to a romantic comedy. It still is like an empty like mid twenty like mid two thousands romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. But it's a cute setup where like Matthew McConaughey is shockingly playing a womanizing dude who like just constantly gets pussy, probably because he's Matthew McConaughey. And then uh, the main girl, whatever the fuck her name is, I don't remember. Uh, she's like a blogger, like slash opinion writer. Okay. And then she's trying to write a story about the easiest way to lose a guy in ten days. Like how to lose a guy in ten days is like the name of the story she's trying to write. So she tries to do it to Matthew McConaughey, but he just entered into a bet with his friends that he has to stay with the next girl that he dates for like a certain amount of time, and it's more than ten days. And so she's just like being a total like bitch to him the whole time, and he has to put up with her, and it's kind of hilarious. So you just spend more time on this movie than any of the others we've mentioned so far, and it's kind of funny. There are parts of it that are funny. There is a good scene where uh, McConaughey's trying to have his, like, guy's night with all his buddies to play poker, and she shows up. She's bought a poodle, uh, named it after him, uh, and then she, like, spills beer all over their cards and ruins their whole card night, and they all have to leave, so it was pretty funny. That one, and then he's trying to watch the basketball game, and she turns it off to watch, like, a dress show or something like that <laughs> so just to see it's basically like how can i get my boyfriend to punch me the movie it sucks but it's <laughs> meh there are worse films but there are definitely better films okay yeah i am ali that was a uh, will smith right i think that's just ali this uh, is like a documentary, oh, a documentary? I think. yeah i'll have to check that out then like mm-hmm. muhammad ali you got another classic interview with the vampire tom cruise Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. All good shit. End of the Wild. Hate that film. Okay. Hate that book, too. Okay. Some fucking hipster asshole runs out to Alaska and doesn't know how to fucking survive off the land and dies, and now we all act like he's fucking impressive. Nobody cares. Mm. I'm glad you're dead. Okay. <laughs> Journey to the Center of the Earth. I assume that's the remake? I believe so. Yeah, so nobody even remembers that film, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even laughing at the next one. I'm laughing at the three after that. Mm-hmm. The next one is Kung Fu Panda, which I don't really know about that film at all, to be honest with you. Like, it's actually pretty decent. I saw it one time. Like I didn't hate it. I just it had no like hold over me. Yeah. But the next three listed are Law and Order Special Victims Unit, the fifteenth year, the seventeenth year, and the sixteenth year. So they listed them out of order for one, and then they got well, it's alphabetical of- order, so. And then they just got rid of the last three seasons, I guess. <laughs> like, are people still watching Law and Order Special Victims Unit? Is that I, still happening? I guess so. All right. Like water for chocolate. Is that the one with uh, Hans Landa from Inglourious? No, that was Water for Elephants. Never mind. <laughs> love Actually. Oh, no. Guys, get your fucking Love Actually drinking games in before New Year's. Yeah. We got Madagascar Escape. To Africa, so that's the second Madagascar film. Mm-hmm. Marie Antoinette with uh, Kirsten Dunst, who can't act, so enjoy that. Meet the Fockers and Meet the Parents. Uh, meet Meet the Parents is good. Meet the Fockers is trying way too hard. Yeah. 
That's all I can say to that. Million Dollar Baby? Meh. I mean, it was good. It's pretty good. It's not a movie you'd watch again. I could agree with that for sure, yeah. Like, I'm glad I watched it. I like the film. But I'll never be, like, sitting around on the couch and be like, I should watch Million Dollar Baby right now. That mm-hmm. sounds like a really fun time. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's ever said that. I need some Hillary Swank in my yeah, life. Yeah, I could really watch uh, Hillary Swank get paralyzed and Clint Eastwood kill her. That would be amazing right now. Uh, let's see. We're also losing Monsters vs. Aliens, which I actually kind of like that movie. It was oh, great. really? It, okay. was, it was kind of fun. It sucked, but it was kind of fun. Mortal Kombat? Aw. That soundtrack is amazing. That whole movie is amazing. It really is. I'm going to have to watch that before I know. when I go home tonight. <laughs> uh, let's see. They're getting rid of Rent, which I'm a fan of. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you karaoke it a lot. Oh, fuck yeah. It's a decent musical. Uh, they're getting rid of Sharknado, Sharknado 2. The second one, which is a hilarious name, yeah. Sharknado Three, Sharknado Five, and Sharknado: The Fourth Way. Okay, so they're getting rid of all, all the five. Shark- mm-hmm. Okay, they're getting rid of all five Sharknado films. Uh, I wonder who's getting those rights then. Probably Hulu. Good, because I have access to that. So that's yeah. fun. The Sixth Day, which Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I remember. That's a, actually a fairly good movie. Mm-hmm. Let's see, The Godfather, and then The Godfather Part Two and Three. So. I mean, if you guys got 14 and a half hours to kill and you've never seen those, for mm-hmm. sure dig in. They are good movies. They are just long they as really fuck. Are. Oh, The Green Mile. That's a good movie. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Stephen King book as well. Mm-hmm. The Iron Giant, which if you want to have a good cry. I was just about to say. Yeah, fuck yeah. Talk about cry movies. Nothing, nothing with brothers or fathers here, but no. that still got you. It had oh, to Oh, fuck have. yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. It, it gets me even more because it's my little brother's favorite movie. Oh, really? And I remember, like, taking him to the movies to go see it. Mm. So, yeah. And then, like, that uh, fucking, that last sign, like, that last scene where it's, like, Superman. And he fucking hits the missile. Oh, tears. Yeah. Literal tears. The Princess Diaries, which I just watched, like, two weeks ago. Okay, well, so, there you go. Yeah. Good thing you did. Make sure you get those in. Queen of the Damned, which has a really good soundtrack. Yeah. Got Deftones on it, mm. so I'm, I'm a big fan of Deftones. The Reaping. I don't... Why is that not coming to me at all? Um, I think this is another... Hillary Swank, maybe. I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah. I know it came out when I was working at the theater, and it didn't stay very long, so... Then after that is The Shining, which is a great film. Yeah, so. absolutely. But there's no way that anybody who listens to this podcast hasn't seen The Shining. I would so. hope not. I, I'm not too worried about that. And then on January 4th, we're going to be losing Pocahontas 2, Journey to a New World. Journey to a New World? You're already on the New World. What fucking, what are they going to Mars? What is that shit? What a fucking dumbass name. <laughs> That's the whole point of fucking Pocahontas is they come across the ocean and they meet fucking America. And there's all the Indians standing around and one of them is super hot. So John Smith bangs the fuck out of her. Okay. Although in real life, she was like 14. So it probably wasn't that cool. Mm. She was just getting raped. Let's be honest. She was a Native American. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Journey to a New World. I'm assuming that's Mars. But yeah, you can go fuck yourself on that name. Uh, January 13th, we are going to lose It Follows. Me. I think I watched that one time. I really didn't. I like, was really disappointed. That I, was that was way overhyped for me. Yeah, I just didn't give a fuck about it, like watching it. Uh, oh, January 14th, we're going to lose Armageddon. 
which is fine with me because I hate that movie. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I hate this movie. And I want to take it back. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, January 18th, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. One of the uh, decent films of the new Star Wars films have come out as. Still yeah. isn't great. Kind of still sucks a yeah, little bit. I think it's worth seeing, though. If you haven't seen it, I'd check it out before it leaves. Rogue One is definitely better than The Last Jedi. 100%. Yeah. Actually, probably better than The Force Awakens as well, too, to be honest with you. And then uh, January 19th, we're going to be losing Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings. I would have followed you to the end. Nice. Yeah, I mean, everybody loves Lord of the Rings. Right, and then we can end it out this week with what is coming new to Netflix. Let's do it. All right. Coming new to Netflix. Available January 1st, 2019. Let's see. We got a series of unfortunate events. Season 3. Wow, they're in season 3 on that? Yeah, they're cranking through them. I have not watched a minute of that show, to be honest with you. Yeah. So maybe I'm the asshole. It could be. Uh, Across the Universe, which yeah. is that uh, musical movie. Uh, with all the Beatles songs. Right. Rachel will be happy. Yeah. Rachel will be happy. I kind of found it to be blah. Okay. I, I just, watched it. So. I just thought it was trying too hard, to be honest with you. Okay. Like, yeah, we know that it's Beatles songs. You don't have to give me that much shit. Uh, Babel, which is actually a pretty good movie. Babel's not. Heard bad. good things. We got uh, Black Hawk Down, which everybody likes that movie. That movie's fucking dope. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, City of God. That um, sounds familiar, but I don't remember it. It's a basically Oscar bait film, um, mm. but it's a foreign film, I think, from Brazil. So it's subtitled. Uh, so all the chicks will have fat asses. Mm. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> comedians of the world, a Netflix original. I don't even know what that is. So, yeah. but I like comedians. Okay. Definitely, maybe. Get your Ryan Reynolds on. Everybody loves Ryan Reynolds. He's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Godzilla, I hope that's the Matthew Broderick version, because that's the only one anybody wants to watch. Mm, so, I don't know. Yeah, remember with the little T-Rexes and they run through? Oh, no, I remember. I'm and saying they, it could be the, the newer one. And then they crash into the popcorn with, machine? With uh, Walter White. No, I I only know of one Godzilla film, and it stars Matthew Broderick and mm. uh, Hank Azaria. So, okay. think about that. Oh, Happy Feet. Mm-hmm. From the director of Mad Max. Finally. That is actually true. That I know. Hilarious that's hilarious to me. That's the craziest <laughs> fact ever. <laughs> Ah, Hell or High Water. Have you seen that? No. You need to see that. All you right. would love it. Well, I'll check it out on January 1st, 2019. Yeah. It was a Best Picture contender Ooh. last year or two years ago. Oh, sure. I think just last year. It's uh, the first movie is directed by uh, Taylor Sheridan, who wrote Sicario. Mm. And they uh, just go around. Their farm is about to be uh, foreclosed on by the bank. So to make the money, they decide to rob the banks that are trying to foreclose on them and give them their money back. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you, you'd like it a lot. Oh, I'm definitely going to check that out. Good. That sounds awesome. Uh, Jeff Bridges is the law marshal hunting him down, trying Hell to catch yeah. up to him. No, so I'm definitely in. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else are we getting? Uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. Always a good film. Yeah. Oh, we're getting all of the Indiana Jones movies. Mm, all four. Including Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, which is everyone's favorite, of oh, course. Yeah. So. Uh, we're also getting It Takes Two, which... I think that's sure. the, yeah, the Michelle Twins from Full House. It's like an old 90s movie. The Olsen Twins? Yeah. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so it it takes two. If you're a fan of that, that's coming in January first. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, okay. uh, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Never bad to rewatch. We're getting uh, Jersey Boys, which is a terrible movie. <laughs> uh, Mona Lisa Smile, which I remember making jokes about, but I never mm-hmm. watched it. So I know it's a Julia Roberts movie, so I know. Yeah, that's so. why I made jokes about mm-hmm. it. Mr. Bean's Holiday, okay. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth, which is a good movie. Excellent. More Pinky. Do- more dotor. Ooh, Pinky Malinky, a Netflix original. Whatever the fuck that's supposed to be. Uh, Pulp Fiction, which, uh, yeah, definitely going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Swingers, that's actually a pretty good movie, too. I've heard that, too. I've never seen that one. Tears of the Sun. That's the one with Bruce Willis, right? Yeah. yeah. I heard that was good. I never watched it. Mm-hmm. Was it pretty good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. We got The Adams Family. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah. Look at that, dude. We're fucking... We're making moves here. Look at it. What are the odds? We dress like the Addams Family for Halloween. All we do is talk about Netflix on this podcast. And now and, all of a sudden, oh. the Addams Family is being added. How coincidental. Where's my fucking check, Netflix? I know you got the money. You just dropped like six of your most expensive shows. So yeah. give me my fucking check. Mamushka. Mamushka. <laughs> the Boy in the Striped Pajamas. You know, in case you need a little pick-me-up, make you laugh a little bit. Yeah, it's always good, good, good comedy. <laughs> it's a hilarious film. The Dark Knight. It's a good movie. Oh, The Departed. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Love that movie. Oh, The Mummy and The Mummy Returns? We're getting some fucking Brendan Fraser up with this motherfucker? Thank you. Thank you for using your excited voice. Because those are underrated movies. I love those movies. You kidding me? I fucking adore those films. I'm a huge fan of Brendan Fraser. Okay. He's done a shit ton of really good movies. There we go. Although the Mummy movies are not his best. You know what his best movie is? Mm, No. Blast from the Past. I haven't even seen that. You've never seen that I need one? To, I need to see this. Oh, my God. He is, uh, let's see, Christopher Walken is his dad. Okay. And he, like, was uh, super worried about the Cold War, so he built, like, a total bomb shelter to be ready for, like, if that ever happened. And then, like, things happen, so him and his pregnant wife go down on the bomb shelter. So, Brendan Fraser is Christopher Walken's son, who was raised in a bomb shelter by his mom and his dad thinking that the Cold War like started the nuclear war and everything like the world is gone. Oh. And he has to go up to the surface whenever he's like 35 at this point or something like that to find medicine for his dad to make sure he's okay not knowing that like the war never happened and so it's fucking great. Alicia Silverstone's in it. Oh, Nathan really? Fillion's in it for a little bit even. Oh damn. It's okay. a great movie. Blast yeah. in the past. One you got of me my sold. F- one of my favorite rom-coms of all time. I like, need to it look is this a up. great flick. Love Brendan Fraser. Also, George of the Jungle. It's another good movie. And he's fucking yoked in that flick, too. He's so jacked. Uh, the Strangers. I thought that was The Stranglers for a second. I was like, I mean, kind of giving it away, but yeah, sure. Why not? Pretty good horror <laughs> flick. Yeah, it was all right. You know what, what pissed me off about The Strangers? No. Where it was like based on a true story or whatever? Yeah, supposedly. Like, yeah. Oh, is Tamara home or something like that? I found out what the based on the true story was of that. For like the director knew someone who uh, people came up, knocked on the door, and asked if somebody was home because they were seen if houses were empty so they could rob it. So that's what the base on the true story is: is somebody knocked on a door and asked if somebody was home. So he was like, so then they tied them all up and fucking tried to rape them and shit. I'm like, mm, fuck yourself. That's not a true story. Fuck off. <laughs> it's the same thing I felt about Paranormal Activity, even though I liked the first film because I saw it in a good way. Yeah, but it's like. Based on a true story, I'm like, oh, you were asleep and a fucking bottle of Tide fell down, and then you wrote a whole shitty fucking film about it. All right, going back. Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Don't know what any of that is, but hey, live your fucking life, Netflix. Nobody can stop you, ever. 
Uh, let's see, Watchmen. If you haven't watched that, you can go fuck yourself because Watchmen is the tits. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of that. We've got Triple uh, X and Triple X State of the Union. Yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, you thought you need a brother? That's what's up. <laughs> Ooh, available January 2nd, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which got talked about last week. I did, one of the top three. Fantastic comedy movie. Uh, Jesus, that's all Netflix shit for January 4th. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know any of those. Uh, Godzilla the Planet Eater, a Netflix original. Oh, Solo's going to be on there on January 9th. Yeah, you don't have to waste any money watching it. Yeah, I'll finally give that movie a watch so I can throw empty beer bottles in my wall. It's, it's, It's watchable. We'll see. We'll see about that. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Wow, Netflix is putting a lot of shit out. Yeah. Look at the Solo and Netflix film. You see that? Mm-hmm. Is that like Han Solo or? No. Oh, they're just trying to get some money off that? Probably. Oh, shit. January 16th, though. Check that shit out. Oh, yeah? American Gangster. Have you seen that shit? I have. That is a fucking great movie. Russell and Denzel. Oh, my God. And they're just both just fucking on screen the whole time just mm-hmm. slamming each other that movie's fucking amazing whenever he empties that it's sugar based out, on true story also right? yeah it is yeah man. whenever he empties that sugar out and he shoots that fucking dude like right on the street he's like right there motherfucker that's what's up that movie fucking rules oh, a lot more fucking netflix original oh there's a carmen san diego one though check that shit out that's what's up Hey, oh hell this. yeah, that's something I like. I I love that you pulled up on that too. There is a uh, January twenty fourth, twenty nineteen will be Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, Netflix original, which I've already heard, but I'll still watch the show. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, Ted Bundy uh, did a bunch of like um, interview tapes towards the end there because he was trying to postpone his execution as much as he could because he's a piece of shit and a pussy. Hmm. It is. Um, I've listened to them all. They are. They are enraging and like bone chilling at the same time because that guy is just dead on the inside. Really, I watch a lot of serial killer shit. They mm. really, they really interest me. Ted Bundy makes me so fucking angry. Wow. <laughs> I just want to beat him to death, but he's dead now, so right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, this one's kind of sad. This is, he just recently died, right? Yep. Gabriel probably one of his last Iglesias. Yeah, I would assume that's his last, that's probably his last one. So Netflix Was he pretty original. good? I didn't really watch it. Oh, yeah, no, he was really funny, actually. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, he had some good shit. And then we're also getting uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. which I haven't seen yet. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, not going to pay for that either. Okay. Yeah. And then coming soon, The Punisher Season 2. Yeah. Well, you skipped over The Incredibles 2. Oh, shit, I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah. I'm the worst. I apologize. January 30th, The Incredibles 2 is coming up as well. So there, there we go. Got a yeah. lot of fun. Heard uh, a lot of good things about that one. So The Incredibles too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've I've heard it's supposed to be like amazing. I can't wait for it. I'm a big, I was a big fan of the first one. I thought they were amazing. And then uh, staying on the topics of Netflix, I did check out the bumping mics the other night. What do you think? They were good. I think they progressively get better. Uh, Sunday nights was my favorite. So yeah, the yeah. very last episode. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really cool. I didn't realize that they were that big and like the. With the other comedians, like all their friends and stuff that came in and, and told a few jokes and stuff. Oh, yeah, no, they're both huge comedians. Yeah. So. And that's, that was really cool. Did you like that Bruce Willis was in the first episode? And then I, I didn't think it was him at first. I thought, it, I thought they were fucking around with everybody. So and then, did I, until like, the camera got closer. You're like, oh, yeah. fuck, that's really the Bruce The camera Willis. got closer, and then he started playing the harmonica. It's like, <laughs> I, I've known that about Bruce, that he plays in a band. So Yeah, his name is Bruno when yeah. he plays in the band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was right around the Hudson Hawk days when that started. Mm-hmm. So. 
So was, I was like, oh shit, that really that is. That tells him. you how good that is. Yeah. <laughs> but you did like it though, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Those yeah, guys are pretty fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Neat, neat concept too. I like uh, your roasting skills. I guess. Exactly. And then just like kind of like, I sort of just love the the openness of it. Mm-hmm. Where like they're basically doing a podcast in front of a crowd. Oh yeah. And then doing crowd work too. Like they immediately just jump into crowd work. Oh it's yeah. Like, oh, of course. I, oh, I thought that great. was like taboo for stand up comics. Like you're not supposed to acknowledge the crowd. And then they just jump right into it. So it's considered hacky to yeah. a lot of stand up comics. This is coming from a guy who did a lot of crowd work. Whenever he was a stand up <laughs> comedian. Okay. A lot of comedians consider it hacky to do a lot of crowd work and i can understand that because i've seen a lot of hacky comedians do crowd work i was one of them because uh, most of them look at it as if you're not writing jokes you're not really doing stand-up i kind of always did it with my sets back when i used to do them as i try to kind of work both into it because i didn't want to just ignore the crowd completely because i'm not as good of a joke writer as a guy who can do that like louis ck chris rock mm-hmm. guys like that that can just are really good, really, really good, like, joke writers are just that funny. They can ignore a crowd. I'm not that funny. That's so funny. I need to be able to, like, look at a crowd and be like, you're a fucked a black guy? What's up? Like, what's going on? <laughs> that makes sense. Like, you play to your strengths, then, you know, if, if exactly. that's not a strength of yours, you try to boost yeah. it up. So. If you know what your weaknesses are, you can accommodate. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, like, it's a, a lot of comedians consider it hacky to do uh, crowd work, which I get because mm-hmm. there are a lot of hacky comedians who do crowd work. It's also a way, like, to me, I always kind of found it fun, and it kept me kind of sharp because you had to make up new jokes as you were talking to people. It's, it's not like I had, like, a joke preloaded, and I just tried to mm-hmm. find a guy to fit that. I yeah. was like, if something caught my eye, I would fucking call somebody out on it. Probably the biggest surprise for me was uh, Gilbert Gottfried. I had no idea he was that fucking dirty. And he fucking killed oh, it. Oh, my so God. So funny. Yeah. Got a fucking standing ovation. Oh, no. Gilbert Gottfried has always been a fucking raunchy as shit comedian. Really? Oh, he's hilarious. Okay. All of his shit is funny as fuck. I love Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, I might have to look up more of his stuff because that was, I was laughing. That was got the biggest laugh for oh me. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he got a standing fucking ov- ovation in that show. He was just yeah. opening for him. And he was so fucking funny in that episode it was hilarious from a crowd that you said is like one of the highest like it's a big place like oh yeah it. no that's a huge yeah the comedy cellar yeah. yeah you know there are legends in there jerry seinfeld goes in there oh wow. to this day he'll still, really? still go in he there still does and, sets yeah he'll still go in there and do like a 10 15 minute set just to like kind of do it wow like, fucking legends that were born and made and still walk through those fucking doors the comedy cellar is a huge Damn. deal so that's a pretty hot ticket probably too yes those people sitting up towards the front are Paying oh, a premium. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Especially for shit like that where they're, like, uh, filming. Yeah. Yeah, I can almost guarantee. I'm sure that's a pretty high fucking uh, ticket. But then again, they also just give you the open mic nights where you come in and it's, like, a two-drink minimum. You pay $15 at the door and you got to buy two drinks. And it just so happens that every now and then fucking giant name comedians will just come in just to work their shit out. Oh, just unannounced? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just it's an open mic. Just any comedian who wants to come in can come in. So you'll see a lot of shitty ones. And then, like, every now and then somebody, like... I don't know, uh, I mean, Louis C.K., before the whole uh, thing happened, he would come mm-hmm. in into, like, workshop shit. Chris Rock would come into workshop stuff. Like, a lot of big comedians just come in there just to kind of work out their jokes. Because stand-up comedy is one of those few things that you can't practice alone. You yeah. can't get good at it alone. You have to be in front of a crowd to get funny. They even mentioned that in one of the breakaway segments. Like, yeah. A, a joke is not a joke until you tell it in front of an audience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it, it's a funny thought until you put it in front of an audience and worked out how to make the delivery and the punchline and everything work. And, yeah. And the timing. Like, I think that's why I've always loved stand-up comedy is like, so. is the shit like that where like, it's such a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's so in, in, 
fucking possible to be funny in front of people and to do it consistently. So yeah, no, I mean like people pay big money when they know what's coming, but then you can also you pay fifteen dollars at the door, buy two drinks, and an order of mozzarella sticks, and yeah. occasionally fucking Jerry Seinfeld walks up just to workshop some shit because he's gonna write a fucking new Netflix special or something like that. It'd be so. crazy, yeah. But yeah, thank you for the recommendation. Like I said. I don't really too know too much about the comedy world and haven't seen too much, but mm-hmm. it was good. I was I definitely had some laughs out of it, and it was a good little time. So everybody else check that out. I think oh, yeah. I think you all like it. Bumping mics. I just I really watch it because I'm just a huge fan of David Tell. Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians. I think he's fucking hilarious. And then uh, I mean I like Jeff Ross too. I just David Tell has always made me laugh harder because I was a big fan of Insomniac growing up. That that show he used to host on Comedy Central. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was on like after the Chappelle Show, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he was just always really funny to me, so I watched a lot of his shit. So that's why I checked it out. And then they also had a really good episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. It was like a month ago at this point because it was forever ago. But um, where him and Jeff Ross both were on the Joe Rogan podcast, and the three of those just kind of riffed together for three and a half hours. So it was a pretty decent podcast, too. But yeah, I am uh, glad you liked it. Yeah. I'm a huge comedy nerd, so it was fun. So you got a... I've got some a, listener stuff, right? I've got some uh, listener questions slash comments coming oh. in. All right. So go ahead and hit the music. Was that a match game? <laughs> it, that might have been match. No, it was Family Feud, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> it was a game show. I know that. So. Okay. Let's see if I can find this again. What, your dick? Oh, I always know where that is at. Oh yeah, let me bump you. Bam! It's like it's too much of a reach for me. <laughs> I know because you got those T Rex arms. <laughs> How dare you, sir? All right, I got a question coming in here. This is a late question, so I apologize. You actually sent this to us um, a while ago. Eleven twenty nine is when this tweet came through. Oh damn. I just, for some reason, the notification never came up on my Twitter. So I apologize for that, brother. Um, or sister. No, it's brother. I'm oh. looking at right now. Oh, okay. This this question comes from Brent Smith, 411. Okay. Uh, so, again, sorry, Brent, that this took so long, man. I hope you haven't stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> this was he, not, he wrote in before, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah. This was not an, an intentional slight. I just legit did not get the notification for some reason. I don't know what happened, but I finally found it. Okay. Uh, so. so. What do we got? Brent asked, I know I'm late. Oh, Brent. okay. No, wow. I'm late. Maybe he knew what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brent's living backwards in time like uh, Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Brent says, I know I'm late, but maybe I can make it on the next episode. My question is, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Ooh. What do you say to that, Varble? Well, to me, ducks are really terrifying. Mm-hmm. When I went to the school at SIUE, they have geese that are, like, wandering wild, and they, like, hiss at you and, like, run at you. Yeah. And Those that, are geese, that's, though. That's not a duck. It's right. A but totally that's still, different animal. No, not that different, though. They're still... Well, they're three times the size, and they Right. So, the, so I'm trying to think of what a horse-sized demon bird would be like, and I don't want that coming after me. But you want a hundred... Duck-sized horses? Yeah. yeah. And, like, horses are fine. They, they don't get horses angry. Horses are the worst. Horses don't get angry. Yes, they do. Well, even if they do, they just want to try to kick you. No, they if do. If they're kick the size you. of a duck, who cares? Or they bite you with their terrible fucking. Uh, they're not going to have any kind you. of a 
mouth. There's no radius there. Yes, it's fine. There no, they'll definitely get you. Horse teeth pinch very fucking hard. They suck. You, you ever been bitten by a horse? It's the I, fucking Clearly worst. not, no. I don't really hang around animals. But It's the worst. See, I had... Growing up, I had an uncle in Texas who owned a ranch, so oh. in the summer I would go down to Texas and I would work on his ranch. Okay. So I've worked around horses. They're the fucking worst. They're the dumbest animal in the history of the world. They fucking suck. They'll kick you anytime they can, and then they'll bite you even more okay. with their flat-ass fucking square teeth that hurt like a motherfucker. Right. But so, yeah. still, I mean... What's your answer? I'm going I'm going to fight the, the duck-sized horses. You're going to go 100 duck-sized horses. I'm a very large man. I could take on 100 little things. It's fine. Okay. I'm, well, not, I'm not very fast. I'm, I'm, I can't escape a, a, a horse-sized duck. Yeah, but they can just overrun you. you and saw... they're angry. You you hear that story. I don't know. Maybe it's a myth or something, but the, the ducks, they have like the corkscrew penis, and they like rape other ducks all no, the time. No, that's a, that's a fact. Okay. Well, I don't yeah. want to be raped by a corkscrew penis from the size of a horse. That ducks, sounds terrible. Ducks are rapists. That is true. Yeah. Dolphins are also rapists, though. So well, we're, take, we're not talking about them, though. That. That, that wasn't part of the question. I um. So answer the question, Zach. So you're going 100 horse-sized ducks. Yes. Or no, no, sized. no, God, no. 100 horse-sized ducks. That's a lot of raping penises. So you're going 100 duck-sized horses, then, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, uh, my decision is based on two things. Okay. One, as I've already mentioned, the bite of a horse fucking sucks. Okay. Hurts like a motherfucker. Okay. But two, that's a horse-sized horse. Two. This would be a duck-sized horse biting you. Yeah, but they, they don't have any teeth, so I don't care. It's not going to feel like anything. No, but I'm saying if the horse was the size of a duck, he, he wouldn't have the. Yeah, well, see, he wouldn't be able to bite you. That's good. the second point I was going to make. Is that how are you going to fight a hundred duck-sized horses? That's too adorable. You you can't match that. You'll be giggling the whole time and just want to roll around with them, and then they're going to fucking take you over and bite you in the jugular, and you'll be dead. No, no, I got this. So I'm taking the horse-sized duck. Are you really? Fuck yeah! I'll drop that shit in one move. It'll be like fucking uh, blood sport. It'll take me no time at all. Mm, I don't think so. I and that f- movie takes like two hours, so I will fucking. That is a bad analogy. I will fucking roadhouse that horse-sized duck. I'll just rip its fucking throat. Have you see how tiny ducks' throats are? That's all you gotta do. They got no teeth. They got no claws. They got nothing like really. They like, have a corkscrew penis. Yeah, they have a corkscrew penis that won't matter because he'll have no fucking air as I'm wringing his fucking neck like a dish towel. So who gives a fuck? It might. He's going to rape you while you're doing that. No, no fucking way. Yeah. Horse-sized duck, 100%. Mm. Drop that shit in about a minute. I guarantee you. I don't think so, sir. No, 100% I could drop a horse-sized duck in one minute. Mm. Ducks can fly. If not less. You know that, right? Yeah, but what's he... Well, he flies away from me then. No, he's going to fly up, and then he's going to, like, dive bomb you with his corkscrew penis. Fine. I'll be holding a fucking bat. I'll be waiting for him. I'll hit that shit out of the fucking park like You don't have a bat. Holes. Oh, I'll, I'll find a bat. Okay, fine. Then I have a gun. I'm just going to shoot them all. Okay, there we there, go. There. Easy yeah. fight. Yeah, you weren't thinking about that. But then even fucking barehanded, I can get under a fucking, like, shelter where he can't dive bomb me. I don't think he's so. He's going to have to come at me. If he's the size of a horse, he's going to dive bomb any shelter that and you're then, in. Do you know what's going to happen when he comes at me? He's going to get fucking murdered. I'll I take don't that fucking so. duck-sized horse. I'll don't... take that horse-sized duck down in a minute, mm-hmm. son. In a minute. Won't even be a thing. Put him in a fucking rear naked choke, make him tap like a bitch. Yeah. It'll be terrible. That or I'll just punch him right in the fucking bill like a man. Just fucking pa. Right, well, that settles it. I'll be at your funeral and I'll give you a eulogy. So you're gonna die to a horse size. I think you're being a total pussy. I really think like you shouldn't be scared. A total of pussy. I'm fighting a hundred goddamn things at once. Yeah, they're tiny though. 
Fucking ducks aren't scary, dog. Horses suck. They're evil creatures. Ducks ain't shit. Mm. You can fuck a duck up. No matter what size it is. Fucking uh, Godzilla-sized duck still ain't that scary. What about Howard the Duck? I fucking go duck hunting. I don't care. I'll fucking... I'll, I'll take him down. They don't mean anything to me. I'll, I'll stick a dog on him. Just watch the shit happen. So yeah, there you go, Brent. There's our answer. Varble will go uh, 100 duck-sized horses because he's an idiot. And I am going to go one horse-sized duck because duck-sized horses are just too adorable to think about. There's no way you can fight those. I'd kill them all. You wouldn't want to hurt them. I'd kill them all. They're just too cute. Is it a fight to the death? Do I need to kill them? Like Yes. Okay. 100%. He didn't say that, but I am. So I'm saying it's a fight to the death. (laughs) Anyway. Thank you so much, Brent. That was a great question. Uh, had a lot of fun there. So, uh, as always, send more questions in if you want. His, yeah, uh, we'll read them 15 weeks later. Or if you guys want, give a shout-out to Brent or go follow him. Uh, it's at BrentSmith411. So, go check him out. He's a very handsome man. He's got a uh, hat on in his profile picture. Seems like a cool dude. He has a hat on at all times. I'll totally buy I've him. only seen him without a hat once. There you go. And I will totally buy uh, I will totally buy him a beer next time I see him. So. Okay. And then our next one, this is... Uh, oh, we have two? Yeah. Well, this, is, this isn't a question. It's more oh. of a comment. Oh, okay. But uh, we'll go ahead and read it anyway. Got to give the shout-outs. This is from Rob, who's also uh, sent in some shit to us before. That's uh, I recall the name, yeah. At Lone Wolf 964 Rob, how you doing, brother? Thank you so much for still listening. What up? Rob says, uh, at the A to Z show. Love the show. Nice. He's, he, he's not done. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the comment, Rob. Cool, And we're out. And roll the credits. Uh, only gripe I would have Oh, is... see, I should have ended it. We didn't need the gripe. No, we oh. we need the gripes. Okay. This, this is what makes us better as okay. uh, podcasters. All right, let's grow. Only gripe I would have is the volume needs kicked up slightly. Oh. All right. Well, this will be the first episode where I will uh, attempt to do that. So let us know again if... This episode, episode 17, meets your standards. Yeah, we're going to work on it. Uh, you got to remember that I have a very, very old man editing my podcast, and his ears don't work, so he's not sure what's loud. What's One of not. them does. Thank you very much. One of them works kind of. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, let's not give it, like, too full of a fucking blowout there, yeah. dog. All right. So, yeah, we are uh, we are aware of that problem. Me, uh, at least I am. <laughs> and Varble is now that I've told him. Uh, really, really sorry about that, guys. We've, we've been working on it. We're going to try to get it fixed. Well, we haven't been working on it. We're going to work on it as this one. But... True, 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 true. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, we're going to work on that, Rob. Uh, apologize. I'm glad you still love, love the show. Hope you keep listening. You are the man. That is uh, Rob at Lone Wolf 964 Big shout out. Glad you're a fan. Keep right. it up. You are the man. Rob is also a very handsome man. He's got a very uh, well-shaped head, okay. shaved, oh. looking good. All right. Got a sweet goatee, looks like a baseball player, but he can hit a fucking home run. There we go. All right. I'll have to give him a follow. Fuck yeah. Uh, thanks again, though, Rob and uh, Brent, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, writing in. As always, please keep doing that. Uh, any, anybody else, if you have any questions or comments. Yeah, you saw how easy it is. Yeah, it's so simple. I read it right off my Twitter. Uh, except for Brent, I apologize for that. I totally just did not see that notification, I guess. I don't know how I lost it. I don't know what happened. Unless I mean, maybe, You're drunk a lot, so... That is true. Unless maybe it just got mixed up because I have two profiles on my Twitter. Because I have my personal Twitter and the show's Twitter on my uh, phone app. Right. I don't know if maybe that was the problem, but I don't know. So, except for Brent, everybody else has had a great uh, time. 
sending us in questions. So, uh, as always, guys, uh, if you have any questions or comments, please send that in. You can find us at the A2Z Show. That is the number two, of course, A2Z uh, on Twitter. Uh, DMs are open now, or just send a private or a public message. Anything you want to do, or uh, if you want to send it to one of us instead, you can follow America's Sweetheart Andrew at Big Guy ACV on Twitter. You can follow me at. Melch Knows Best on Twitter. That's M-E-L-C-H Knows Best. Melch with a K. <laughs> Made myself laugh. And also, if you don't want to send anything on Twitter or be uh, associated with us, if you don't want people to know that you listen to the show, which I get, you can uh, send a message over to our... We have a Gmail account as well. That's uh, A2ZShow. Again, the number two. A2ZShow.ask at gmail.com. Send it in there. Questions, comments, call-outs, topics, anything you want like that. Gripes. Uh, insults. Like, roast. If you want to roast either of us, I will for sure read either of them, especially ones directed to me. For sure will get read on this mic, 100%. Uh, also, uh, whatever app you're listening to this on, whatever podcatcher you use, Spotify, Apple, anything like that, if you wouldn't mind, drop us a uh, subscription, drop us a review, all that good stuff. We are very happy to be here, guys. You are all the best. Uh, I think that's all I got to say, right? Yeah, I think so. You, you said it. Love you all. Uh, greatest fans of the world. And uh, as always, never fight 100 duck-sized horses. So thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm going to so win that fight. <laughs>